decide the topic from love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love pleasure. You Aww. can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. I'm on Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. What time does the Kraken get released? Is there an official time? I keep checking my watch. I keep hearing. I don't think this is going to happen. Where is the Kraken? What time is the release? Maybe someone in the audience can inform me. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll see what people want to talk about tonight. I, it seems like every day we're hearing more and more about big game changing evidence in how the election is going to be overturned, but then another day goes by and I'm still, I'm still waiting for it. So I'm getting a, like I'm getting impatient. I don't want to jump the ship too early, but at the same time, like the clock is ticking, man. What, what's going on here? Anyway, uh, welcome to the call in show. Of course, uh, if you'd like to participate in the show. The instructions on how to do so are in the uh, description on YouTube, and uh, we'll go ahead and take your calls in randomized order. We'll take uh, breaks every half hour to check in with Super Chat on YouTube, DLive, and Streamlabs. And if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in live, of course, we take email questions as well. That is uh, the email address is beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Please put call in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for. And we'll get to the, we'll get to those in the last half hour of the show. One, uh, one item um, that I have before we hop into calls next week, we will not have a stream. It's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I hope everyone defies their governor's orders and uh, has a good time with their friends and family. And hopefully they don't kick down your door to steal your drumsticks and your stuffing and all the other uh, various uh goodies you may have all right uh let's hop into the calls brother rorschach is up first i don't know if he has a tale from the grocery store for us or not (laughs) brother rorschach have you become more or less racist at the grocery store oh you know the answer to that man don't don't (laughs) don't. okay what's on your mind man i want to give matt's gonna totally disagree with everything i'm about to say um okay fire warning i want to give a christian argument for why a more authoritarian form of government is good okay go for it so to all the christians listening which i realize is a majority of your audience but also a majority of them are evangelicals um i think you all ought to consider the fact that uh paul in i believe it's corinthians says it is not in vain that caesar bears the sword um he says this on the way to be beheaded by Caesar. He knows he's about to be beheaded by Caesar. And he still says that Caesar has this power and the right, right, you know, the right to it. Um, so it's very clear that even governments acting outside of what we would consider just means have a divine right to access to rule. Um, and that governments ought to, in that divine right, mirror themselves after as much as possible, the divine order. Um, and there is no right to self-governance in the divine order. In the divine order, there is only you o- obey the Lord because he is in charge and he has a right to rule. Um, and so 
we ought to, as Christians, consider the fact that the most Christian form of government is not one where religions and cultures and races all become mixed together because it never succeeds. Cultural pluralism and racial pluralism have the same success rate as communism. It has never worked. It's never going to work. And pretending that it will is only allowing the left to take over. In Canada, they accelerated this. That's why they're at the point they are now. There will never be a pro-life leader in Canada again, or a pro-Christian value leader in Canada again, because they're literally not allowed to say things that are pro-Christian, pro-life, and pro-gender roles. It's illegal. Unless you guys, unless we as Christians and as people of God band together and decide that, yeah, authoritarianism sounds kind of scary, but it's clearly the only way we can save our country. We're well, wait, why why is the Canadian authoritarianism bad then? Is it just the wrong kind of authoritarianism? Oh, no, I fully concede that the left is eventually going to take over. Uh, we, we know that from the scriptures. The, the, in, the temporal, in the temporal order, the devil wins at the end, and the Christ comes back and wins the eternal battle. But right before that, the devil wins. The left is going to win on earth. It's going to happen. The, the, the last second is when Christ comes back and saves us. I'm just saying that we, we ought to put that off as long as possible, because if we don't, our children will suffer. I, I guess if I was going to push back on these thoughts, I, I'm, I'm guessing that you would distinguish the authoritarianism that you're advocating and Canadian authoritarianism, as you've described it, as one is in pursuit of the correct values, the other is in pursuit of some sort of perverted values. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, that's completely fair to say. And, okay. I, and I think the reason I'm making that distinction is because the often the answer I get is, well, what about when somebody else takes over? And as Christians, you need to realize that it's guaranteed someone else is going to take over. It's What's, not um, a what if. It the, is a it's going to happen. The biggest pushback I would have on that, even if I grant that there are uh, objective values to which we should all aspire, objective uh, truth, objective morality, all of those things, why would it be better to have those things enforced upon us and have each individual arrive at those things through free will. Because they don't. But, well, man you have to give man, them the chance, don't you? You have to give them the chance, but there's a reason the word patriot and the word um, patrology and uh, patriarchy all come from the Latin word for father. The, the, the fatherland is literally meant to act in a similar role as, as a father of a nation. And to spit on the authority or to say that you don't have the authority because I'm scared of that authority is a rejection of father, is a fatherlessness. We have become a fatherless nation. We've, we've become so yeah. scared of government that we are a fatherless nation lashing out at the rest of the world. All these foreign wars, what, what happens in the black community? America is acting like a black young man who does not have a father to put him in his place. We lash out. We don't think about what we're doing. We all just go around tearing things apart and trying to push our macho quote unquote values on other people without actually taking care of our family. I, I, I would agree with that assessment, generally speaking. Yeah. I just, I, I have a lot of skepticism about the state's power to install virtue in people. I, I just don't think that that's really effective. They've installed vice. Yeah, but Exactly. Repeatedly. So why would we but assume they that they're going to install virtue? virtue? They've tried to install vice. Government tries successful. to install virtue all the time it, with, with rare success. Name once they've tried to install virtue. Well, it's not genuine virtue. All the time. Yeah, exactly. They try to install vice all the time. They're constantly trying to install vice. 
they're what, they're the well, last time they're trying to install tried. what they perceive as virtue but the point is you can't you i don't think that succeeding. you can legislate morality into a person i think the person has to choose i'm not it. saying you legislate morality i'm saying you make laws which encourage it in the same way that uh welfare encourages fatherlessness the the new laws in hungary paying families and loan forgiveness for the number of natural born hungarian children they have encourages two-parent households and and reproduction in a healthy family. Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I, I agree with, with your goals. I, just, I think I disagree that the state is the appropriate agent in pursuit of those goals. I mean, we've tried, we've tried the culture, we've tried the people, it doesn't work. I think it's, I, I think it's worked fantastically prior, except for when you, to your except, point, when you think you can mix a whole bunch of people who don't share those values and expect it all to go well. I mean, that I agree. The values, I mean, in, in, in Russia, everybody agreed on the values of communism. It worked well for about 50 years and then it broke down. Or not 50, well, it worked well for about 15 and, years and then broke down. I mean, define working well. How did that work well? They, they got the goals they wanted. In the same way that in America, we got the goals we wanted. Cultural pluralism works the same number of, has worked the same number of times that communism has worked. Libertarianism has worked the same number of times communism has worked. I would disagree with that. I think that the... American founding went fantastically well. I think it's gone astray, but I think that... Um, or did it succeed or did it fail? I think it succeeded it's, overall. It succeeded overall. It succeeded so well. It, it succeeded itself into a state of failure. We, can you name a place you'd rather live than this country right now in, the, in history? I mean, I, I couldn't. Do you, do, do you pet... Oh, right now in history? We no, like you, like where would you rather live than this country right now? If you could live any place, anytime. Right now? Would yeah. I get to be from that place or would I have to be American in that place? Because I think Anywhere. if I had to be, if, no. So here's the fundamental question here is not like if I was American in Poland, I'd never fit in. I'd feel just the same. I feel no, here. you can be Polish. Right. I don't care. Yeah, I'd rather be Polish or Hungarian. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. have been, been born in Poland or Hungary where they have yeah. good cultural values and they go out and they shoot fireworks at fags. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if you're serious or not. I'm not going to. No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'd rather I'd give up all the prosperity, all the technology, everything to live okay, in a country that, that values values Christianity. Yeah. To, I'm assault, to assault other people. You're not joking about that. They literally. Did you not see the video? It was hysterical. They all cried. They all <laughs> crying about it. They're like, no, get out of here. And they shot fireworks at them. Yeah. I'm not going to get on board seen. with attacking yeah, people. I mean, but, how do you they, know. Okay. We got to wrap it up. But for the most part, get, get out of here. But I, I agree with you for the most part. At some point. Okay. All right. All right, man. <laughs> Have a good night. Gays, gays literally reproduce by, by touching children. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. That's your last word. Have a good night. I mean, most of that was trolley, but I found myself having a really hard time. Well, there's, uh, I, I can agree with end goals without agreeing on the process. I'm never going to agree that, um, no matter how virtuous the end goal is, if you want to violate people's rights in pursuit of it, I'm out. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's the name of the game for every uh, brutal authoritarian in all time. No, no, I just got to kill X amount of people to reach utopia. Sorry, I'm not doing that. Just, just let me kill like 15 million people. <laughs> it's been 15 tried. million people, it's cool. It's been okay, fine, that's your cap. Go for okay. it. Okay, no more, no less. 15 million on the nose. Uh, Magic Sky Fairy is up next. Magic Sky Fairy, you're good to go. Hey, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Yeah. Great. Yeah, like I said, that last one is uh, Susan Wiki Wiki Bait right there. 
Uh, uh, yeah, you know, it would be suitable that I get banned for one of my callers as opposed to anything I say. That would be an appropriate way to go down. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, in any case, uh, I disavow. I disavow. Uh, you know, Susan, if you're listening, these two disavow too, so don't nuke them. Um, I guess I was just going to ask uh, the obvious question. Where do you think uh, we go from here? I mean, I'm Canadian. I'm already fucked. But, <laughs> you're Canadian? Uh, you know. Yeah. You can't tell by the accent? No. Uh, Should I say my aboots a little yeah, more explicitly? Yeah, and it's always I sorry. I thought you were Swedish or something. It's because nope. Canadians are so polite that they're always saying sorry that I noticed they say sorry. Sure. I mean, mm. some of us are assholes too. Keep in mind, like Toronto, 53% of the people in Toronto were born outside of Canada. So, I mean, what is a Canadian anymore at that level? Mm. Uh, but anyway, I don't want to go on in that direction. Uh, I want to talk strictly about uniting and healing uh, in Ooh. the United States that you'll okay. be doing. Um, oh, you're funny. We're well <laughs> So how's this going to go? Like, because we've got basically two options right now uh, in terms of the outcome. So the really, I think, improbable outcome uh, is that Trump is able to somehow turn this around. Uh, and even if he's able to prove uh, how this was stolen, and I, I think everyone on the right is pretty much unanimous in like, yeah, this, uh, this is obvious bullshit. Uh, these votes are all fake. Um, but if, even if he's able to completely prove that, the left will never accept that. Like, they will never accept it. They'll never look into the evidence, and the media will never air it. So they'll just be like, you know, ooh, here's Trump's coup. Uh, the flip side, the other side, uh, is that it just goes the way I expect, which is um, the, the institutions of power are just going to give this thing to Biden, and then he'll be, you know, uh, the president, and then you'll have a bunch of pissed-off Republicans who feel cheated. So w what happens? There's no uniting and healing. I think everybody gets that. No, no, I, I don't think so. Yeah. So the question is, um, I don't think it's either or, because to the extent that we litigated the prior election for four years, I'm not I'm not going to say, all right, um, we didn't we didn't solve it in four weeks. Let's lay down and never look at it again. I think people will be looking at the oddities of this election until the next one, to be frank. And I don't think there's any problem with that as long as we're pursuing the truth and trying to figure out what happened. That said, I don't want to to keep going after this election at the expense of everything else, because if Biden gets into the White House, there will be serious fights to have. And I want to keep I want to keep our eye on, on that, too. Um, okay. uh, it, it, it yeah, but what if this like, is all just a distraction? Just all what do you mean? A distraction. I mean, what if this is this political theater is just a distraction from uh, the 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 really crucial failings of our culture, of our What do you mean? You're not country? looking to forward to Mitt Romney's uh, campaign in uh, 2024? The I don't Republican know. I mean, Party wouldn't do that, would they? Oh just watching Trump be totally ineffectual and then Biden's going to be totally ineffectual. It's just making me think, like, does any of this really matter? Maybe we need to be thinking on a local level, and that's really what's going to be important because I can't imagine that focusing on this meta-political theater is going to get us anywhere really yeah i mean I, and, and the left yeah. is like or the right is is so focused on this cope that that the supreme court's going to pull it out like you still have faith in any american institution at this point it's just it's just laughable to me like you you think that that the court's going to save us from this no we're totally f well, I'm, I'm obviously with you on that do i think this was stolen absolutely this is total horseshit for sure uh, yeah but like, what what are you gonna do? Like, and then here's the thing. Like, I'm in Canada, Normie Land. So if I say like, yeah, this shit was obviously stolen, then I just get like, you know, this look like I'm Alex Jones, you know, uh, tinfoil hat. And then I'll, I'll try. Even if I put the evidence right in front of them, video evidence, and there's a lot of it now. 
uh, they'll still just be like, oh, this is conspiracy theory nonsense. And then they'll just shrug it off. Like, you know, triplets of water on their backs. Completely yeah. impervious. The, so, the biggest difficulty with the argument I have is how patchwork it is. You know, I mean, pe- for people who say there was no uh, no fraud whatsoever. I mean, you can you can name a list of a dozen things demonstrated or suspected at some point and and even with this stuff in georgia it's like oh funny we find thousands of more votes and then when we count them up it's to trump's benefit how many of the mistakes have to go in one particular direction before you start before you're willing to say like yeah i think there's some level of um organization in a particular way but i'm saying like my dad is a perfect example he's all on board with this anti like he's got trump derangement syndrome bad mm-hmm. and i can't even talk to him he just gets angry and starts telling me where are you going for your news like is this like 4chan stuff like or treating you, you like you're stuff? like you're an idiot yeah yeah well treating me like i'm just like some patient in a, the psych ward of a of an institution somewhere and uh you know he'll send me a link to like a political article saying see remember you told me dead people are voting not true debunked right here political (laughs) it was only a thousand of them an insignificant amount yeah but but even the political (laughs) article i I send him the the link from or the the little quote saying like the the article itself is saying that the ballots were sent out for dead people and received the only thing they're calling that false is like oh we have no confirmation that the votes were actually counted okay do you have confirmation the other way no, maybe that's something worth looking into. Yeah. Well, we got to let you go, man. But uh, thank you for the call. And stay safe sure. up there. Enjoy your uh, maple syrup and flannels. Yeah, hmm. all the th- all the things and the deer and the igloos <laughs> and whatnot. All right. Thanks, man. And watch out for uh, Trudeau's Great Reset or whatever he was talking about. You know it's coming. Y- you know that's coming to you too, though. <laughs> yeah, I would assume so. All Thanks, right. man. Take it easy. Did you uh, hear that clip? That was weird. And Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, uh, this is clearly not a conspiracy theory. It's sick of being gaslit by everybody. This is they they had a whole they they were so well prepared for all of this. This It's all about limiting our movement because of climate change. It's insanity. Yeah, get ready for the climate lockdowns. It's all conditioning us for the climate lockdowns. Not doing any of this. Uh, Thar, you're good to go. Hey, uh, actually, I have uh, the thing I want to talk about is actually picking piggybacking off of. magic skies uh talk okay about, is that a uh, bird uh no that is actually my son he is too oh. <laughs> I, Sorry. I, I apologize if i cut in and out i am on push to talk so that way if he speaks in squeals then i don't um, no you're good man <laughs> yeah you're la- you're good loud and clear um so uh yeah so like um when it comes to the like i've been um uh the Puget Sound area of Washington, mm-hmm. and I'm like Trump derangement syndrome is all around me, and uh, I like look at it from the long run of like putting like water in the cracks, and um, and like uh, changing people by you know pointing out like the the New York Times saying that you know hey there's no there is no uh, issues with the Dominion software program, and then in the same article it says hey, there's an issue with the Dominion software program. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. You know, I'm happy that you're lying to me. Um, and, Paragraph uh, 19 is usually the one you have to check. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like, uh, you know, just slowly whittling away of like, no, the media is lying to you. And then once they realize that the media is lying to them, then they start digging into it more and more and more. And then boom, you know, then, they, then they're like, oh, wait a minute. Like, this is wrong. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Things are more nuanced than there actually is. 
Yeah. Did, did you have a, is there a broader thought on that or, or where are you going with that idea? Well, well, uh, with, the, with the idea is that more, more or less, uh, like, um, we need to look at it from the long game and, uh, look at it from a, you know, like a, you know, there's more nuance to it than what is being said or than what the me- the media says it is like the don't trust the media, dig into it yourself. And, you know, sure. if you can see that's the case, then definitely. Um, but aside from that, uh, yeah, I think that, I don't know. Did, uh, did that, you trust uh, mainstream sources prior or have you always been skeptical? Oh, oh uh, no, no. I try. Uh, what, what broke me was the, uh, the Covington Catholic kids. Mm. Uh, once, once That's I realized good. that, oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, you guys are all lying sacks of crap. And, and okay. the other thing about that story, which is a great example. I wonder how many people had the exact same uh, experience right alongside you. It was also simultaneous with the Jesse Smollett story. I mean, that was that January, February period of 2019 was such a monumental moment of fake news. It was, I mean, you had like heavily selective clips of the Covington kids going back to back with Jesse Smollett crying, talking about how he was beaten by white supremacists on the sub-zero streets of Chicago. That was the news for several weeks. An amazing time. Yeah, and and just recently there was this uh, the um, attack in D- Washington D.C. Um, like the guy who got curb stomped. Oh yeah. Uh, then the left was screaming that there needs more context, and then it turns around and you know they're like, wait, wait, we need. And then the right's like, we need more context because you know more context proves that the yeah yeah sure it's, more, it's like, oh. more information is always better. Did you see the more information on that guy who hit who hit the guy to the concrete? Did you did you follow up oh, with him? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it was turns out that he was uh, like people were getting harassed, and then he hunted him down, uh, and then he intervened and started pushing people around. And they, yeah, the yeah. left was using that. Yeah, the left and was the using who, that, and I was like, "Well, he was just." What I was getting at was the guy who got arrested. Um, turns out he's a sex offender against children because uh, oh. there's a big there's a big pedo trend in the uh, Antifa Black Lives Matter world. Yeah, it seems like you can't you know you can't hit somebody without finding a criminal <laughs> this is, on Twitter. Like I was saying on Sunday. It, all over Twitter, it was, oh, it was self-defense. You got to see the context. You got to see the context, bro. That was self-defense. Well, then why'd the guy get arrested? Why is he, not that it's directly relevant, but it is a statement to his character. Why Why is he a convicted sex offender against children if he's just a guy minding his own business, walking down the street who was attacked and defended himself? Was it self-defense when he touched a kid? Is that what happened? Yeah. Did I need to see more context there too? Yeah. Oh, and, my God. And, uh, the one thing, uh, the one thing I'll leave you on is that, um, like, I don't think you're ever going to get that hit piece, Matt, um, well, because man. you're just, you're just too focused. I mean, like, like your logic is undeniable and you, you go, you know, you say, okay, well you can go down this road, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this and you keep a laser focus and you're just that people can't argue against you. Well, I, but people can, I assure you, I appreciate the flattery, um, but yeah, I, I, I try to aim for specifics and precision. I appreciate that. Um, I, I, I'm surprised that loose conversations about lighting fireworks and throwing them at gay people don't get me there. But, you know, someday. <laughs> but I for think, the laws, come on. I, I think the, I Assault think to, for the laws. I think the point that you're making, too, is uh, to the extent that I beg for one, I'll never receive one. <laughs> you know, I got to relax and not seek it out so aggressively. And then the day will come. 
Well, yeah, I mean, and I would I would argue that you know most leftists don't want to argue with like three hour live streams or you know two hour live streams talking about trying to find that one nugget. But you know, Sargon well, got kinda, called for the N word in a nine hour. Yeah, live stream it, it just depends. I mean, keep in mind, Media Matters exists just to listen to long form podcasts and try to get people. It's just they're they're not going after ours for whatever reason. But like Blonda said, you want to be in that sweet spot where you kind of have a, a good audience, but you're just under the radar so that you're not having those people comb through your every word. That's the sweet spot. That's where you want to be. I know you've really struck like this very ideal um, <laughs> range of things that you can say without without attracting this negative attention. I don't know how you've done it. You'll get me yeah. there. You'll get me there someday. Don't worry. You'll drag me. Oh, it won't be me. It'll be black people. <laughs> all right well, thank you for the call man we got to let you go but we appreciate it yeah, yeah no problem have a good night okay uh dangerous spaces is up next dangerous spaces what's on your mind dude you there oh there we go all right there we go what's yeah, up man okay. yeah i didn't know what was going on either i could hear the the words of getting in, but yeah, whatever. Um, okay, firstly, at the risk of using very unchristian like language, what the fuck was that first guy going on about? Oh, we I, we've talked to uh, I've talked to him before on um, like the concept of theocracies and stuff. Uh, he's he's yeah. He I mean, um, I can tell you just from email and stuff too. The guy knows a lot about Christian theology. He's uh, he's very enthusiastic about it. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, but in terms of in terms of arguing authoritarianism lined up with Christianity, that doesn't make any sense because the central idea of Christianity is a personal relationship with Jesus that's been a personal choice. It's about personal. Fr- it's about the freedom of that relationship. Yeah, like well, I, I, and of course, is, I don't know much is, about the Christian teaching, but I would tell you that to me. The values, good values, are best held by choice, right? They're not they're not enforced upon you. They're something that you choose for a reason, and that ensures your commitment to them. Mm. If you don't know why you do the right thing, I mean, I guess it's better than doing the wrong thing, I suppose. But you should you should do the right thing and know why that you do it to ensure that you keep doing it and you do it next time and you teach other people to do the same thing. Yeah, it was just it was just really weird because it's like the whole central conceit of Christianity requires freedom and personal choice. It can't exist with authoritarianism. I don't know. Yeah. I I wish I could comment more intelligently on that. I'm just, I'm not obviously not in a position to tell you what the correct application of Christian teaching is because I'm, I'm woefully underqualified in that uh, arena. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right. Do you just want to talk about that, or do you have anything else you want to talk about? Well, uh, seeing as you're not going to be here next week, I mm-hmm. figured there's been so much depressing stuff lately. Um, I was thinking maybe you guys could say a couple of things you're grateful for, and it can't be mm. that you had a kid and that you got married. That's, what, come why? On, that's, che- <laughs> that's cheating. It's, that's, it's too easy. But that's, that's the only good thing that happened this year. Really? Come on, there's got to be something else, sure. Well, I I can take uh, one thing I will say, and um, I hope it's not too cheesy, but 
Given all the difficulty and all the bullshit of this year, I got to say, I'm very thankful to have enjoyed this year with all of you. And and I appreciate every time that people call in or email us and reference the Sanity Safe Space. Believe me, that is just as therapeutic for me. And I hope it is for you, Blonde. And I hope it is for you, Dangerous Spaces, to have this community to try to navigate this new bullshit world that we've been thrust into I'm telling you, I go out there and I feel just as insane as I think the rest of you guys do. Where you, feel, you feel like the whole world's gone crazy, but you, I'm extremely thankful to have this community uh, to process all of this bullshit with. So thank you guys for helping us build it. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, I think it definitely makes it a good thing to have people to bounce ideas off and, and get the different perspectives. Because I think the first guy was insane but you know someone to bounce an idea off so sure you know, and it's good and in that in that regard he trust me he will he will argue his perspective with you thoroughly he will challenge you to the nth degree i, I don't agree with the, his pursuit of his ideals but i understand the arguments that he's making and mm. um you know i i disavow i disavow calls for violence obviously but yeah. uh i i like to hear I always like to hear someone call in and say, I think that I think you're mistaken on this. Consider it from this perspective. I always like to hear that. Assuming you're not yelling at me and <laughs> trying to dominate the conversation, which he isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what am I grateful for this year? Okay. I'm grateful that the collapse is going to happen in my lifetime so that maybe I can affect change in a meaningful way so that my daughter's life is better. I'm grateful that I don't have to play this what we do um, really matters in terms of political efficacy and voting. I don't have to play this game anymore. I don't have to act like all of our votes matter because they clearly don't. Uh, and then, you know, it's just kind of funny to watch to watch all of this happen in real time. I mean, we're going to have a funny four years of Biden fumbling and barely getting words out and slipping deeper into dementia and Kamala cackles and invading the Middle East and the war machine. And all. it's, it's going to be a fucking riot i'm really looking forward to it super grateful <laughs> yeah. and my daughter of course that part was real so. well you can't yeah. those are those are off the table how, how i don't know what to tell you here i'm so blackpilled except for this it was more <laughs> was that those are easing it. it's more that those are easing it was really an idea of, of trying to find more stuff to be yeah, grateful yeah, for you. rather than the things that you it, it's, grasp straight away it's a given that we're thankful for those things of course um yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll give you uh, opportunity to say what uh, what you're thankful for, and then we'll let you go. Um, I think yeah, I, I think probably com this community as well. I'm, I'm thankful that I've, I've really kind of got more involved, and I've been able to help out people with call in show and things like that. And um, yeah, just getting to chat to you guys and getting to uh, interact with people in the in the in the chat and to Lloyd Braun, who just made a comment before I'm Australian. We up talk. It's just the way we talk. It's kind of, you know, <laughs> not much that we can do about it. Always that. sounds like, like you're asking a question. It's endearing. I know. Yeah. Cause we're insecure and we don't really want to make a statement. Yeah. So, you know, everything <laughs> sounds like a question. Australians are insecure. <laughs> I picture them as uh, like, if anything, overly confident. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know if it is actually that we're insecure, but we do tend to up talk. It's just the way. We yeah. do things for some reason. Oh, All right, man. Well, thank you. you. And uh, do you guys celebrate Thanksgiving down under, or is that uh, a different time of year? We don't really have any any equivalent of Thanksgiving. Hmm. The only people I've ever heard doing it are American expats that live here in Australia. Okay. 
All right. Well, you, it's uh, a highly underrated holiday. I suggest you guys get on that. If your government will allow it, of course. I don't know. Probably not, depending on the state. So. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah. Have a good, have a good uh, right. day. You guys have a good one. Yeah. Okay, we're due for a break. Already? Um, you only yes. have like three calls. I, I know. I've been bad on the clock. I'm going to try to get better in this next segment. Appreciate you guys. Of course, you stop it with the anytime someone line. calls in and wants to talk about, uh, you know, theocratic authoritarianism. Uh, all right, let's do it. <laughs> let's talk for 20 minutes. Next person calls in and... Uh, you know, talks about circumcision, and that'll there goes the whole segment. Chubby I'm Stubby holding, and uh, oh, Elef- I'll just do uh, D Live real quick. Chubby Stubby, thank you, Elephant Man 007. Let's impeach Biden in 2022. That's a good question. Um, sh- should we revenge impeach? On principle, I got to say no because I don't want a government that just investigates and perpetually impeaches because that's worthless. Why are we all paying for this? I can make the argument on the other side though, like, hey, you guys set the precedent. Now it's impeachment wars forever. What yeah. do you think? Are you are you team impeach or team move on? Oh, I know. We should get down in the mud with these people. Hmm. Uh, I like I care about upholding the integrity of our country, non-existent country anymore. Who gives a shit? No, let's just destroy them by any means necessary. You know, this is the real problem with the right that we're just like, oh, let's still play by the rules, even though they just rigged an election. No, let's go fucking scorched earth, scorched Earth. I think the well, I do think the rules are worth pursuing. I think the rules are properly set up. Generally speaking, about this country, the question is, will they ever abide by them? Clearly not. Yeah, I, th- I think that's wishful thinking. Yeah, what are we going to do now? Just keep waiting. Well, maybe one day they'll they'll develop some principles and a moral core, and they'll can and they'll abide by these rules. No, That'd we could throw day. the rule book out and destroy them systematically. Defensively, Susan, uh, we're good on Streamlabs too. So uh, good oh. on YouTube. Or uh, ready okay. for YouTube, I should say. Hold and Mulray says, Hi, Truth Seekers. Once the daily infection rate climbs past 250,000, we may reach a reckoning. The fatality percentage could hit a ceiling. Plausible share of daily deaths for all causes. Thanks and God bless. I so, are we serious? What are we at daily with the um, the infection? I don't even look because I don't care. Uh, I haven't looked for the last couple of days, but the caseload was something between 150 and 200,000 cases a day. Deaths. We're averaging seven day average was like eleven hundred last I looked. Might might be slightly more now. I don't know. Could look right now, I guess. Wait, eleven hundred a day? Mm-hmm. Which is about Seriously? the same as what it was at the end of July, early August. But it is it mm-hmm. is on the upswing as cases are on the upswing. Is it proportional? Yeah. No. But uh it is on the I upswing. just don't believe that. I just well, don't believe there, it. not that it is in the US, but I saw a story the other day about how a guy fell off a ladder. It was in Croatia, but it goes to show globally how you count every, every one you can possibly squeeze out. Guy fell off a ladder and died body tested for coronavirus, tested positive. They counted him as a coronavirus death, kind of like the motorcycle guy in Florida. But the reasoning was that he had some sort of acute respiratory syndrome, uh, made worse by coronavirus. The, The theory was he had a respiratory attack on the ladder and that's why he fell off and died. You got a lot of cases where you wonder, were the deaths, yeah, were they due to coronavirus or was it just with coronavirus? We've been talking about about that for months. That's still going on. Uh, Black Magic says, sorry, I can't catch the show live, but I have a small termite infestation I need to go deal with. Mm. This is important because even a small infestation can lead to mass destabilization of the (laughs) culture. (laughs) Disavow. Jesus. (laughs) 
Susan's gonna you know, get you're, you. You guys are more likely to get something through if you make the first half of your super chat. That's believable. that's some Linda Sarsour shit right there. Jesus. Oh, she did say that, didn't she? <laughs> God. What did she call them? That. Termites? I think. God, keep move on. <laughs> get me out of this. I, one. I can't remember. Uh, Matthew Roser says um, AP no longer calls Georgia for Biden. Kentucky is back to woo flu lockdowns. Uh, Our governor. AP's no longer calling Georgia for Biden. Uh, well, I suppose as long as the official recount is going on, maybe that, maybe not. Trump, even with the gains that he's had, Trump is still down by like 12,000 votes. So there's a lot of ground to make up. Uh, we had some more restrictions installed by our lame duck governor. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but our restaurants have to close at 10 p.m. now. And yeah, because have... the virus cares about that. Yeah, exactly. They just installed a bunch more bullshit. Luckily, he gets body slammed out of office January 4th. I'm counting the days. Mike. Hunt says the mainstream media won't take the bait. So President Trump's team is losing the media battle, but winning the actual battle of truth votes and President Trump for four more years is the war and they're killing it. It will happen. Mike, it's not going to happen. This is a cope. There's no way they're going to pull this off. It's never going to happen. I I will honestly, I will find a crow and I will eat it if it does. I will. bite its head off Ozzy Osbourne style on this we'll, show we'll if I'm it. wrong about this. Like, I'll find and I Crody. truly hope I'm wrong. Truly. I, I would gladly... I'm, I'm going to cook mine, all right? I'm not doing some raw shit, but I will eat, I will legit find a way to eat crow if Trump is uh, is is the president come, you know, February, whatever. Oh, I will be so happy if I'm wrong about that. By the way, yeah, I, I would love that for that to happen. I just... I have to... Uh, I have to go where the... where the evidence and the legal decisions lead me. And so far, it's coming up a little bit short on that front. But the Kraken can feed me crow anytime it wants. Let's do a few on uh, a few more. I think more. we skipped um, uh, an Orthodox thinker, right? Or do? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was thinking it was Sunday for some reason. Um, an Orthodox thinker. Did you hear about South Australia going into a martial law lockdown? It's illegal to leave your house to exercise. Oh the Great God. Reset is in full effect. I didn't hear about that, but Australia <sighs> has had some truly insane scenes through all of this. And uh, Godspeed Resist. down there resist um i guess we'll circle back all right yeah let's uh let's hop into uh calls i will highlight next next up is francois right we'll highlight that so mm-hmm. we get to that next segment okay so black uh, god i gotta stop i have to stop <laughs> gotta find some reasons i was gonna say all your all your points uh for thankfulness were actually like veiled cynicism <laughs> well yeah because honestly my daughter being born it's it's basically the only good thing about this year i'm, I can't I'm having imagine, a really hard time i can't imagine where you'd be without her right now holy cow my god yeah that would be something else can uh, you imagine if i were still trying to get pregnant right now you probably would have been somewhere off a cliff driven in a car like those women in uh, the, the, oh, yeah. the northern california coast Totally. Yeah. I would have adopted five blackheads. I'd be driving them off a cliff right now. <laughs> H. Ted Shine. Mr. Shine, you're good to go. Or Miss Shine. I don't know. What's on your mind? You there? Yeah. So. Oh, you're just very, very quiet. I can barely hear you. Can you is there a way to... I got you boosted as much as I can. Is there a way to increase your mic uh, sensitivity? It's like whisper quiet, man. I can't I, even... I, I can't barely got gotcha. you. Tell you what, I'll, I'll let you hang out. See if you can get that mic boosted and then uh, we'll, I'll try. I'll try coming back to you. All right. I'll just let you sit for a minute and see if you can work on that for me. 
Um, Frank is up after that. Frank, you're good to go if you're ready. Not going to get her pregnant. But What's this, that? This hormonal birth control is not 100%. What about your hormonal birth control? Ah. <laughs> I don't have one. But uh, I guess. So what's, what's... I haven't been I, I haven't been following the news this week, so I wanted to go a bit meta on you. Sure. So I know we have like both in the US and here in Norway, you have like split the power of the government into into the three branches, you know. Mm-hmm. But the way I see it, like the media, it's all propaganda. It's like basically a, like a corrupting force that stands outside the government. But it's almost like a fourth this, branch like, yeah. in many ways, you know? Yeah, yeah. Many people call it that. Yeah. And it's like it's like this incestuous uh, relationship with uh, the politicians yeah. that control the government. So I'm just thinking, like, isn't like the... The governmental systems we have totally flawed if there's no checks and balances on the on the media, because we have all these checks and balances in the government itself. So I'm well, wondering what your guys thought. I suppose. I mean, I could, like be remedied. I suppose that the theoretical check on it would be the guarantee of free speech that anybody's free to challenge what they say. That said, um. And, and, and I do think that we're we're in position now. We're in better position to challenge what they say than we have been historically. That said, um, we are in position where it's a whole bunch of people in um, you know bedrooms and homes trying to challenge multi-million or billion-dollar corporations with fancy professional studios and gigantic broadcasting networks. I, I definitely, uh, I mean, I I like the idea of of checking them because I think that they are in many cases. Uh, cynically at least evil actors who produce poor outcomes but what 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 could or would you do to them without without compromising the right to speech or would you compromise the right to speech and i don't really pretend to know the answer like uh, of course you could like make it like a, a state the media thing like North Korea or something but I'm not sure that really solves the problem yeah I mean that that might just formalize the relationships that we're talking about you know yeah but then at least you wouldn't like everyone would know it's all bullshit yeah yeah I mean I I know I don't want to be too cynical about this because do I think that the CNNs and the New York Times of the world do I think they're um, wildly biased and totally in favor of one political party? Absolutely. Do I think that they have a truly monopolistic grip on information? Absolutely not. I think that they're challenged to a high degree. I think part of the reason that we're here with any level of success is because of their failings and people's thirst for other information. So I, I know it's oh, imperfect, it- but I don't know that I would, I don't know that I would seek any sort of regulation as a remedy. Well, but then the whole system is unbalanced, isn't it? There's, there's... Yeah, I, I suppose I, I, I'm going to stick with the theory that no matter what power you have, the truth generally is the highest power of them all. I know that that can be frustrating uh... where money can buy you time, money can buy you power. The truth has a way of revealing itself. Sometimes it's a little too late, but it tends to work its way uh, into the public. 
is does it really though it like works works itself into like part of the public but like yeah, people still think that the iraq war was legitimate you know people still believe the covid bullshit and uh saint, yeah. saint floyd and everything you know so uh, I don't but know. you you have to i i know it's frustrating where people still believe things that are all but verifiable myths but you have to give them the time to come around at, uh, at least um I would prefer to do that rather than like have the truth enforced upon them. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. What do you think, Vlad? Um, we should destroy the media using any power that we have, including governmental mm. power. But you know, it's just going to come back on us. But the media does need to be need to be destroyed. Uh, and that this thing that we can battle them with the wealth of information that we have and through the internet, they've just mobilized the internet in such a way that they can use it to further manipulate the populace. It's not protecting us against shit. So I don't know. I mean, I don't trust the government to have this power, but the media clearly has, has too much power. So I don't know how to answer this. I, I just, uh, they're losing influence every day. I mean, I know that are it's they? not. Oh yeah, I think so. I think every day mm. they're losing another uh, viewer to people who are seeking information elsewhere. Yeah, I, I know, know it's not as satisfying than watching it blow up on a moment's notice, but who's going to do who's going to do the detonating and how can you trust them? I don't think that they're really losing viewership. I mean, the assumption there is that we have a well-informed populace of truth seeking people, which we clearly don't. I mean, I think that most of our country's dumb. That's what I've learned from this election. Retards left and right. Retards everywhere. Retards abound. And I just don't trust that the people are going to are going to seek the truth. You don't want the truth. If, if you're if, if you're still a Democrat in this late stage, if you're still a leftist or a neocon, you don't give a shit about the truth. It's not just that you aren't a, a you, nobody's awoken you or anything like that. You just don't care. You don't want to see reality. And there's nothing I can do to help any of these people. I don't know. I mean, the last caller we had didn't didn't see it until Covington. That's kind of late in the game. You know, that's that's years after many people saw it themselves. I know that it's if not this satisfying election doesn't to watch do it, it though. What, what is going to, I know we all want to see everybody wake up overnight. Believe me, I'd like to see that too. I just, the consequences of giving almighty power to someone to detonate all of that stuff and assuming that they're going to do it exactly right with all the right reasons and with perfect execution. That's just too much power for me to grant to anybody, let alone a government force. Give me the power. I'll kill all the <laughs> yeah, right people. Give Blonde the power. <laughs> yeah. All right, I will you, use my power to take away all of women's rights. That is my promise. All right, deal. Yeah. <laughs> Compromise. <laughs> Just those. Just the only the single women though. They're the worst. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Uh, okay, final guys, thought from you if you want. Nice week. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, final thought if you want it. Otherwise, uh, we'll we'll let you go. Blonde for president, and you still need to change your flag. Somebody yeah. good can be my VP, and I'll I'll step I'll immediately step back. I'm thinking about maybe doing a some redecorating. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about maybe doing some redecorating over the holidays. So I'll I'll keep your banana flag in mind. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, Mr. Shine, have you figured out your mic? Hello, can you hear me? Oh yeah, yeah. loud and clear. Now I got to turn there it down. All right, man. What's on your mind? All right, man. Um, so I was just thinking, you know, people say it's cope that Donald Trump has lost the election. But under, again, understand the election is not over. It's mm-hmm. January 20th is when it's over. OK, just because 
you know, the media that's been lying to you for like, what, four years? You're just now going to accept it? Yeah, Donald Trump has to win insurmountable odds. But if he does, if he does, you know, you need to count Donald Trump as among the greats. Like, that's Napoleon winning Australia. Oh, if he pulls this off, I think this will be one of the most amazing political moments in the history of the country. Uh, I, 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 I just need to see the evidence. That's all. I, I'm just, and I, I, it's just taken the delays are making me sus, uh, suspicious. Don't just don't lose hope, guys. It's not over until it is actually over. Right. You know, um, the tactics that the media we're in a cultural war. This is a war. OK, what the, uh, the media is doing is they're trying to project themselves even, you know, in, in the um, what is it the art of war that if you uh, cannot fight the enemy uh, directly, you want to make yourself look as big as possible so that the enemy is a fear to attack you when mm-hmm. your forces are really small. And if you're uh, if you really have superior forces, then you want to make yourself look as small as possible. So the enemy thinks that, oh, you know, you can be vulnerable to attack. That's what the media is doing. They know that you know Donald Trump might have credible ideas or might have credible uh, evidence of road fodder that might have happened. So the media is trying to say, oh, no, no, we won. Oh, no, no, uh, uh, no, 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 we won. We, uh, there's no there's no voter product. Don't fall for it, okay? We had gone through these – the media has undermined the presidential election for four years. Four years. And that's what I fucking hate about Republicans, dude. We're no, so I'm well- with you. I'm with you. I understand. I, I have no doubt that the election has been stolen from him and that he won by a sizable margin. I, I don't even doubt that. I, I, I'm positive that that's the case. My doubt here is that he's going to be able to do anything to to prove the amount this amount of fraud in a, in a way that it changes the mind of the media and the populace. I just don't think that that's going to happen. Now, my problem here is that I'm constantly battling with hope. Hope is a cruel mistress. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm sick of the blue balls I'm getting from Rudy Giuliani and and Sydney. I'm I'm, I'm tired of it. It's like sh- show me some evidence or i just can't i can't hold out hope anymore i'm tired i don't want to do it, men, I don't do it. this again we're in a cultural war you j- being a tired is what we call battle fatigue and if you're fatigued then of course you're gonna be tired the, look the french resistance after they lost the uh their territory to the nazi these people still held on to hope a government that was pushed out of their own homeland or um you know the the french resistance that started to build up to fight against the nazis these people fought not because of some logical reason or that we can take, you know, we can reclaim against the Germans. They don't know, but they held on to blonde. They held on to hope. Okay. The the people storming mm. Normandy, they didn't know that they were going to take over Normandy while they're getting gunned down by men, but they held on to hope. The Polish people, the Polish, damn Polish people, when they were being attacked by the Russians and the Germans on both fronts, losing their homeland, they held on to hope. Okay, blonde? They held on to yeah, that hope. Yeah. This is a no, war that no. we're fighting. Okay, this is not a this is not a cultural pussy slap. This is not a cultural bitch slap. No, this is not a cultural tussle. This is a cultural war. Yeah, and, but know, us us holding out hope is not going to make it any more likely. It's not like pressure from the from the populace is going to change the outcome of this. I mean, he has legal avenues that are pretty much insurmountable, and he's on his own with this. Like my hope. Absent or present doesn't really matter. It's not. It's not really going to make a difference. Like I said, he would be among the greats. But you know, that's why I respect you. That's why I respect what you guys do, Matt. You're fighting. I mean, you're fighting for you know the silent majority, basically. You know what you guys are doing podcasts. We got folks like Ben Shapiro fighting this cultural war. We got people like Stephen Crowder that's fighting uh, these cultural battles. And we slowly, like you said, slowly the media is slowly turning over to 
the alternative media or the, um, you know, yet the alternative media. So just because, okay, if we do lose an election, whatever, we are not, do not give up essentially, you know, just don't no, give no. up. I mean, that's, that's kind of the mindset that I'm in where uh, if the evidence comes out, I'm going to, I'm going to call it the, I'm going to eat the crow. I'm going to call it the greatest oh, political moment so in the history jazzed. of this country. Yeah. But I'm kind of mentally moving on to what the next fights are going to be. Cause trust me, ain't, Joe Biden, if he's president, ain't doing anything through Congress. So what he's going to have to do is try to really dance around the confines of the constitution and try to do stuff with executive action. And, um, and those are the fights that I'm kind of moving on to in my head. Granted, to your point, I ain't calling him the president elect yet. The process is not done. If there is evidence that comes out that, that changes this thing around, I will give all of the credit that you're talking about. No doubt. I just got to see it. I got to see it from the people making the claims. Um, I, you know, just one last word before I leave. Sure. I think it's my time already, but, um, you know, we had after world war two or something like that, maybe well into the Vietnam war, maybe in the 1960 hippies movement and all that shit. We had a time of prosperity. We had a time of peace. So in the, I look everything in the annuals of history and in the annuals of history, it's proved that good times have made weak men. You know, these, uh, I don't know if yeah. you can say it, the F word in, on, on the stream, but you can say you know, whatever you want. Kind of you can talk about shooting okay, fireworks at people. All these faggots <laughs> that are taken in position that have gone through uh, the institution, the intellectual institution, the media institution, the entertainment, all that people um, have, you know, th these weak men that have been breeded do the good times, you know, times of prosperity and everything. Yeah. And because of weak men, we now have bad times. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't say severely, but we now have somewhat to the start of bad times. Yeah. The you trajectory know, people, is in a, is a negative direction at the moment. Guess what? Guess what? Bad times create great men, blonde. Fast, great men like Matt right now. What's it doing? Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder. Again, bad times create good, uh, great men. And I promise you, as history has proven time and time again, great men will make great times. Well, right. I appreciate the kind words and, um, and thank you for, I mean, you're clearly going to stand up for the, the right fight no matter what comes at you. So I hope that you include yourself in um, the kind words that you're saying. And I appreciate it, man. We're just talking into a microphone. <laughs> so I, well, this is know, where ideas I start. I yeah. can you, there are people watching this stream right now watching this stream right now that are formulating this idea that wants to fight that that can go to uh their friends or their family or whatever and you know at least spouse uh sure. independent idea or spouse their uh the right alternative you know just don't be cowed people that's what covid has yeah. made me so fucking angry people were so willing to betray each other their own american citizen they were willing to snitch to the police yeah. i can understand why the hell the germans did what they did when they called uh the 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 you know the jews were the next door why they called Anne frank in the attic i can't wasn't wearing a mask wondering. up there <laughs> to go yeah, exactly. anyway people, we gotta let I you we gotta let you go but yeah, yeah, yeah. uh it's, but thank you man and uh i i have no doubt that that your enthusiasm is gonna is gonna carry you through so godspeed, you godspeed. and thank you for that all right he's out of oh here god ben shapiro is our is our main <laughs> warrior here we are <laughs> so fucked did, we're uh, so fucked did you see um on a ben shapiro note did you see there was a uh, viral clip of someone doing a Ben Shapiro impression calling a sex hotline, like a, se a phone sex line? Really? Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> World's most easily imitatable voice. This one is really good, though. Like, this guy's got the nuances down. And his lines were something like, uh, he's like, oh, I can't wait to, uh, <laughs> I can't wait to, uh, what do you say? Like, uh, 
I can't wait to bleep all over your your whatever. But first, <laughs> but first I, I can't give this guy right. Exactly. He was talking about what he was going to do. Sorry, sorry for the uh, sorry for the profanity. But before we get to the sex talk, uh, I got to tell you guys about Birch Gold and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to go check it out on Twitter. I can't do it justice. It's a fantastic clip. Whoever did this. Uh, anyway. Um, and this guy has like the, the facial mannerisms down. You know how Ben does that like kind of downward looking <laughs> weird, like side to He's side. He's got a tick. It's just a, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like scowly. I don't know. It, it, this guy's, this guy's got it figured out. Did you anyway. watch H3H3? Uh, no, I've never been a big fan, but uh, especially lately, I'm not a fan of of the things that he said. Yeah, I don't know what it, what's happening to them. I still watch them periodically, but like I, something about them, I hate them lately. Well, hasn't there been a lot of, uh, oh God, who did they, they've been going after people for coronavirus stuff and, and I don't know. I Have shouldn't, they? I suppose I shouldn't speak too much because I hardly listen. I just see some stuff on Twitter. He's so another I, one with the facial tick though. He'll be talking and I'll be like. <laughs> I should be that? I should be fair. I hardly listen. So I don't I shouldn't over I shouldn't speak beyond uh, what I'm prepared to say. What an unattractive couple say. too. Ew. They're both just so ugly. <laughs> Ethan and Hila just exceptionally unattractive people. Well, now we're never getting on their show and they're never coming on the show. Oh no. I <laughs> For the Republic is up next. All right. Um keep me on the clock. I'm doing a terrible job. Thank you guys for your patience. Let's uh let's see if we can get a little more quick calls. For the Republic, you there? Yeah, I am. What's on your mind? Uh, so I was just wondering, how do we possibly preserve our Republic when a voting and vocal majority uh, are either entirely ignorant of our government's framework and the actual structure and purpose, or is just outright despises that structure's existence? Like, uh, as an example, with everything going on in Georgia with the Senate elections, I can't tell you how many times I see people complain that the Senate is not, you know, democratic or representative of the country. You know, yeah. why should North yeah. have the same number of senators that California has? How do you? I think, well, there's again, this is one of those problems where there isn't really a clean answer for immediate fix, which is, of course, is what we'd all like. We'd like to snap our fingers and fix this problem. I think the number one way that we failed in that regard is, is education. Um, dude, I, I mean, and I, I was a political science major in college, right? I'm supposed to know all of this stuff on, on political theory and on the design of government. And, and a lot of the, a lot of the philosophy behind our government I learned through self-teaching and reading later on because of a developed interest in it. You know, it's, I, I, I don't even know if I read the federal, I think I read like two of the federalist papers in my entire education. And to the point that you're making, we, we, in our civics classes, if we even have that anymore, we don't have, and it's not social studies. Instead, we might teach, here's the structure of government. How many of us actually learn Why? I hardly ever learned why. Why is the Senate the way it is? Why? What is the purpose of a state? You know, these people who want to demolish the Senate structure. I I would like them to answer to me. What's the purpose of the state lines at all? Do they mean any? Why would we have them under your theory? Should we just do away with them? We just want to be one giant country where 49% are ruled by 51. Is that what we're going to do? That's what a bunch of people on the left want, apparently. Uh, maybe they do. I'd like, I'd at least like them to know why philosophically. 
and have thought about these things, but we have an education system that's not challenging them to do so. Now, even if we were to fix the education system overnight, does that fix an entire generation or two that is totally lacking in, in these thoughts? I don't know, but that that's the first thing that I would do to address this stuff. Well, and you know, my issue is anytime that, you know, I see people arguing about this, I mean, that heck even, what was it? Two, three weeks ago, you know, uh, abolish the Senate was trending on Twitter for a while. <laughs> and what, what set them off or whether it's just, just, just uh, generally, uh, that's when there was that one, uh, the Democrat Senator. Oh, Manchin. Saying how he, yeah, yeah, yeah. His comments or whatnot. Because he refuses to pack the court. That's what it was. Correct. And they're yeah. like, well, fine, let's get rid of this. Or there was one, I remember one comment was saying like, either we should abolish the Senate by fiat, or we should add two senators from D.C. by fiat or something like that. And I'm like, Ugh. And anytime you argue with these people, especially if it's a female I'm immediately accused of mansplaining. Yeah. I have to subsequently reevaluate the collective IQ of the people I'm discussing with. Yep. That just goes to, you know, things that we've talked about before. It's just, there's no national discourse. You can't have a civil engagement anymore with someone who disagrees with you ideologically. That's just a symptom of, you know, the broader issue of where we're at as country. Yeah. Well, they're all conditioned to hate a set of ideas they don't even understand. If you were to ask your average American out there, or specifically your average leftist, why are we a collection of 50 states instead of one giant country? It doesn't mean you agree with that or not, but can you explain to me the thinking about why that is? What percent do you think would be able to, to say, well, we want a system of localized autonomy where people can control most aspects of their lives day to day. Or Literally none. Yeah, What would it be, under 10%, I would bet? I mean, and I know you've said it before. I mean, most of us were adults before we even realized the implications of state sovereignty. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Uh, Real quick before we let you go, do you have a different uh, prescription for how we how we solve this? Oh, the only thing we can do is, you know, just try to have that rational discourse whilst we still can. And just like you said, try to educate, you know, with with in good faith. Uh, I'll be there at the the guillotine, man, saying, wait, 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 before you drop the blade, do you guys understand the philosophical implications of what you're doing? And there goes my head, like right, right into the basket. That'll be a fitting death for me. I'll appreciate that. Well, you guys have a great night. I'll see you there, man. Have a good night. Yeah, bye. Okay. We are due for a break. Mm, Okay, Uh, this is off. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say thank you on Buddy. To, uh, thank you to Buddy over on D Live gifting subs. That is much appreciated. We're gonna, um, uh, over there. Francois de la Pironi says the genius of the Constitution is that it encourages conflict among free people. Um, its failure is in not recognizing that the Congress would willingly give up power to the executive and judiciary. I agree. Uh, as we continue through this, and I was listening to Sam Alito talk about that too. The, the degree to which the legislature just punts its authority on lawmaking or war declaration or any number of things, I don't think that that was uh, foreseen or I don't think that that was predicted. And maybe maybe we ought to consider some sort of uh, constitutional amendment or something where we say, like, listen, the delegated powers stay with the branch to which they are delegated. You can't you can't just delegate war making authority to the executive. Congress has to do it. 
Yeah. Some of that stuff. Uh, Zach Coggins just bought my girl engagement ring. The main diamond has six prongs, which is a lucky number in Chinese culture. Mm. I was going to add a four leaf clover, but it seems too tacky. Is this the mink group? Or the mink oh, I think so. It, I think it was Zach. I can't remember. Instead, I got six smaller diamonds, three on each side for the additional slanty luck. <laughs> and the round eye, lucky number seven, the wedding band is pretty nice. Dude, that's well, funny. congratulations. That sounds great. That's really cool. Then, Jamie Clay. I hope that oh, you sorry, explain to her all of the thinking in that. I hope that that doesn't go like, on. I really put a lot of thought into the racial makeup of this diamond. <laughs> um, Jamie Clay. If what I'm feeling now about the pending Harris Biden executive branch is how the left felt about Trump, I get it now. No wonder they got deranged. Ghost man bad. I don't mm. feel deranged. I, I don't feel like that. I mean, it's mostly just the loss, the, the loss of the faith, any small amount of faith that I had left in the system. Well, I think you can count on the right, generally speaking, to fight Joe Biden within the system itself. Do you think that they're going to go around the system or pervert the system to go get him? Maybe some of oh, the I truly so. vengeful people will. But in general, I think you're going to see the listen we're going to fight you within the checks and balances of the government and to the degree to which we think you may have violated law we may investigate you but we're not going to be screaming in the streets and we're not going to be talking about radically changing uh the structure of our institutions to get our objectives done i, I think that's that the is why go. we'll lose though well um i don't know we'll like maybe we lose maybe we don't i have my doubts that joe biden himself is going to be the agent that defeats us but that said to what degree is joe biden a, a puppet for somebody else well of course that's the reason that that they got him in i yeah. mean the, the end game here was always getting kamala in and i think it's because she's morally unscrupulous <laughs> and she could kill millions of people without without really it affecting her and that way yeah. she's very similar to hillary yeah well she's hillary with the benefit of um affirmative action really i know which makes her a very <laughs> powerful foe god she is god i hadn't thought about it that way but she is a she also doesn't have the liability of having children she has no softness about her wait did we get to the bottom of that what what is they were stepchildren so she has no biological children Mm -mm. Mm, okay so i was right the first time childless hag Kevin Smith, have you heard about China using the microwave weapons on Indian uh, on Indian troops in their border dispute back in August? For 15 minutes, Indian soldiers felt like they were being burned alive. Welcome to the future. I saw that and it was so I almost didn't believe it because I was like, mm, that seems made up. I need more evidence. <laughs> I'm not saying it didn't there, happen. I just didn't it. Yeah, I, I, well, I'd like to learn about this. I haven't I haven't heard anything about it. Is there video? Is there description? How, I saw how is that even a done? Picture, but I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. Hmm. Um, Swifter Braveheart, what do you think of the legislation or constitutional amendment at the state or national level to require executive heads of all law enforcement agencies be filled by election rather than appointment? Hmm. Uh, yeah, fine. That'd be fine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't favor that being mandated top down, but if it's in my state or if we wanted to guess, man, if you wanted to talk about like, say the head of the FBI and all of those people on the federal level being elected, um, I suppose I wouldn't have a problem with that. I, I guess the problem is we have so many federal agencies that have law enforcement capacity to some degree. Uh, I'd rather see those agencies eliminated generally than be voting yeah, for the people who that? run them. But um, to the, I guess to the degree that they exist, it's would it be better to have more public accountability in those people instead of just perpetually appointing swamp creatures? Maybe. I hadn't thought about that. Um, we'll circle back, eh? 
Sure. I think we had one over on Streamlabs real quick. Aaron says, uh, Minnesota's governor is closing restaurants and gyms again, even though two thirds of the death deaths from COVID are in nursing homes. He also put a limit on the number of people in private residences at 10. I'm thinking of hosting family Thanksgiving dinner, Thanksgiving uh, dinner for 25. Anyway, well, do on principle, if, if we sacrifice doing whatever the fuck you want, gathering wise in your own home, sacrificed effectively everything. So, I mean, if, whether you want to do it out of spite, whether you are actually planning a dinner for 25, uh, I get it. I, I, my, my family's gatherings are always tiny anyway, so it's not really an issue for me, but I'm never, I'm never going to allow the state to come in and police, uh, my dinner table. I, this is, yeah. this is nonsense. That's a nonsense world. And I don't, I don't think we want to open that. Uh, but, but the question is, will they do it? And when we get through Thanksgiving next week, I don't think a damn governor in any state is actually going to be knocking on doors to police gathering requirements at private homes. I think what they're doing is saying that to scare off the the people, the uh, the people Bolsonaro references, so to speak, to, to uh, alter their plans because the governor told them to. I think that's the yep. strategy. Could you imagine? Do you think that there actually will be policing in private homes? I don't know. I hope so, because um, that's, I think, going to really turn people over i think people are going to flip shit hmm. if that happens silver line um, maybe and so i seriously hope that they go door to door and try to arrest people for this because hmm. um at what point is everybody going to be like uh i'm not doing any of this shit anymore and i think uh encroaching on people's private thanksgiving events is going to be the last straw for me isn't and american isn't so. it amazing here we are in 2020 number one acts of rebellion um starting a business going to church Having a family holiday gathering, like <laughs> traditional, uh, pure American life, innocent American life, moral yep. American life is now the greatest act of rebellion. And to the authority and the corona and the corona terrorists, the greatest act of immorality. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. Hmm. Here we are. What's 21? What's uh, 21? Uh, 2021 have in store for us. Can't wait to find out. Let's hop back into the calls. Your mic is kind of going weird for me, like cutting in or out or something. My mic? Yeah, it's like it uh, turned off and then your built-in gets switched on. I don't know what the hell's going on there, but it seems fine now. I've I've never heard it do that before, but we'll go with it. Let's see. Uh, Dregs of Society is up next. Dregs, you there? Let him hang out a second. Uh, yeah. Hang oh, on. Can you hear me? Yeah. What's on your mind? All right. Cool. Well, first of all, I'd like to start off by saying, uh, Blonde, we all know why you don't like H3H3. It's because he, <laughs> he has Tourette's. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but, but why does he have Tourette's? Uh, you know, probably 800 years of inbreeding in <laughs> Europe, but we can move on past that. Um, so first, sorry, I'm 10%, so I can say that. Um, no, you can't. You can't say that. Get out of town. Sorry. Yeah, okay. I'll I'll keep it less spicy. Um first of all, uh the show's been really good so far and I've kind of like kind of lost track of what I wanted to talk about, but uh oh, thanks. really show? quickly. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um but I've watched you guys for a long time actually since the Worski live days and I apologize cuz I am having a little bit of lag here. But um what the hell happened to Andy? Is he uh still around? Know. What's he doing? Uh borderline personality and cocaine. Um, um, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, 
where was I? Um, oh yeah, I called back. I called you guys in September on that show where their blonde had like all those technical malfunctions going on. Which one was Which that? Show? There were about, <laughs> there were about well, anyway, hundred of those. I asked about moving to Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> oh and, yeah. Uh, I'll get to that in a second, but Matt, I just wanted to recommend you on your spiritual journey thing to look into sure. some biblical archaeology documentaries. There's this one uh, guy named Simcha something, and I think he did Exodus Decoded. I went to school for archaeology, so I particularly hmm. like it. And whether or not you buy into it or think it's kind of Indiana Jonesy, it's still fun to watch, so I'd recommend it. Well, that stuff might be more accessible to me. It's not that I, I don't like reading or anything. I mean, I, I do. Um, but like audiobooks and video presentations and stuff, that's more how I consume information. So that might be uh, up my alley if there's a good, is it on YouTube or play, where can I find this stuff? Uh, it's on YouTube for free and it's okay. pretty well done too. Um, hmm. But anyway, the, the main thing that I wanted to talk about is I called you guys last time and I asked you about moving to Coeur d'Alene and I ended up doing it and I left, I left Maine. Okay. Um, because, hey, do you live here now? Yeah, I live here. And uh, um, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about some, some stuff, some questions I have about it, some thoughts that, you know, I've had since I moved here. And I guess the first one is, you know, I left Maine because it's super progressive and I went through the university system there and I worked in a mental hospital for seven years with kids oh. and I saw so many terrible, I had, you know, the whole Jordan Peterson, like a uh, leftist in infiltrated institutions, like the university thing literally pushed on, uh, pushed on me where I was giving, given lectures that were mandatory about socialism being the only way to solve climate change, <laughs> like things like that. Um, uh, in my anthropology program, I was opened up with questions like everybody knows that the wage gap is real and then there was no discussion about it or everybody knows Ugh. that there's in the, probably one that like I don't want to piss anybody off. But every, like the professor would be like, everybody knows there's no correlation between race and IQ. You can't talk about that. And I that's kind of what pushed me to being right wing because she wasn't giving me the ammunition to even fight her battles for her. So I started looking into these things. But anyway, I'm in Coeur d'Alene now. Um, I got my gas siphoned in Billings. So that was great. What? Uh, yeah, it what wasn't parts? the whole tank, Where in Billings? I don't fucking know. I was sitting outside my hotel <laughs> smoking a cigarette. I saw a liquor store, another liquor store, and then a casino that was a liquor store. Wow, all this time and, I've been um, pumping up Billings as a high-value place <laughs> to move. And honestly, we've been thinking about it. Like, we might move down there in the next couple of years. I don't know. But I uh, bet you $1,000 it was a Native American person. Well, um, you know, there were some of those guys hanging out. <laughs> um, but anyway. It happens. Um, so, I moved here and I have really mixed feelings about it. So, oh no. Well, first of all, the main question I have is is it worth I mean, I didn't I lost basically all my friends from being conservative. My only friend lives in Russia and he teaches English uh, as a second language, but so I didn't really leave a lot coming here except for my family. Mm -hmm. But my family's pretty well off, so they're fine. So my question is really like what's what's more important, living in a place that you know aligns with your values or staying with your family? And then I'll Ooh. kind of move into mm. the things about Idaho that have, you know, been good and bad i mean that's you know that's this is such a cop-out answer but that's a personal choice uh it was very important i moved away from some family and then i brought some family here but it was very important for me to be around conservative people but that's because of my job i think like people were going to ruin my life if i stayed in seattle um so i i really had to get out i don't know how how important that is for you uh it also depends on on the status of your mental health and how much help you need with things like childcare and stuff like that. So mm. it's multifactorial. Do you have it, kids? It, no, I'm single. And it def that's one thing. So I'm not mad at you guys for saying this, but like the question that I asked you in that, uh, because for this experience has been wonderful. It's been the biggest challenge of my life so far. But the question that I asked you in the last one was, 
is it worth moving to a place, you know, that you agree with the values of if you don't have a skill? Mm. And I would say you should not do that in Coeur d'Alene unless you're married. I'm really, I lucked out big time. So like I live in a 410 foot apartment and my monthly expense is just to live here on thousand dollars a month because mm-hmm. it's so expensive to live here. Yeah. Um, people, the minimum wage here is 725 and people will pretend like they're giving you a good deal for an $11 an hour job with no benefits. And like, you can't, it's so hard to find a place to live here like that. Um, so I ended up actually reverting to my psych experience and I ended up getting a really, really good job making way more money than Maine. Like I got my own uh, office and laptop and phone and everything. So like nice. I lucked out, but I would just warn people that be very careful if you make that decision, because it's, you're not always going to end up being lucky like me, or you're going to have to work so hard that, um, you know, you're going to have to, it, it might drain all your resources just to move to a place like that. And like yeah, I said, I'm, yeah. I'm not mad at you guys for like doing that. Like I, this is the best thing. I just want to say if there's anyone else out there like me, that's going to do this, just be very, very careful. Yeah, it's definitely an ideal situation for somebody that's working remotely. Um, but the industry around here, not super great. Uh, I'm hoping that as the community becomes bigger, more industry will arise. But right now, um, you you need to have a localized skill, probably, yeah. unless you work remotely. And so that leads me to my next thing, which was, you know, you and I both moved here. And I moved here under the presumption that I had I did not want to change this culture at all. Um, this way, this place is how it is because of the people that live here. And it would be wrong for me to come here and vote differently. And that's, and I didn't vote differently on the ballot. I just voted for Trump, even though it was mm. interesting to see Kanye on it, but you know, he made it the, onto the Idaho ballot. He, he yeah, was not Mars. It. I don't think, um, it was quite hmm. something, but you know, the, the thing that I've learned about being here is that, you know, the values that I have as a conservative, and I don't even know if I'm a conservative anymore, aren't the same as the people's here. People here are Republicans. They identify yeah. as Republicans. Long, um, a strong neocon presence in North Idaho. Yeah. And so I thought I was going to move here and have like a really easy time making base friends, whatever, wearing my Murdoch Murdoch shirt to Planet Fitness and whatnot. But, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it, it, I think that the, I'm sorry, the, the culture that you have here and bringing all these people here is going to end up being the downfall of this place. It might be. It might be. It, I, because but, it looks but, a lot like Maine did 10 years ago. And it like Portland, exactly like, like Portland did like 30 years ago. And I mean, that's all I really have to say. I don't want to take up any more time. No, I agree. I mean, I would encourage you that you haven't lived here for that long, but there is a massive subculture of people here that are, you know, Murdoch, Murdoch fans. I've seen those t-shirts around town before. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of really base people like when that those four Antifa guys came to town the other day and there was like these cool, like there was like a freaking hipster, uh, uh, militia guy wearing like a cool hat. I sent it to my friend. It was like, whoa, that style, that aesthetics are crazy. But um, uh, yeah, and I think the only people that you can really hold accountable for the change here are the realtors. Yeah, I don't really like the the guy that sold me my apartment. I'm grateful that he, you know, took an opportunity or took a chance on me, and I moved here across the country, and he didn't even know me, and I didn't have a job here. He's awesome, but like, he's from LA, and he's funneling people from California and Washington and Oregon here. Yeah. And that's going to change this place because I saw yeah. it change Maine with people coming from other parts of New England. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wow. that's all I really wanted to say. And, Congratulations um, on making moves, man. I know that, well, uh, you know, it's, it, it's always, it's always a scary thing to do, but I'm glad that you've made decisions to pursue what you think is right. It's been the biggest challenge of my life, you know, not knowing anybody and having to rely on my own skills. And so yeah. if, if there's people out there that would like to do that, I would say do it, but you know, be very careful when you do it because I got lucky. 
Sure. And um, last but, week, Blanc- you know, who dares wins, you know, you got to, uh, you got to take those chances to find the lock. Oh, well, so. one thing that I didn't realize was that when you do that, people like, like that on your resume, they're like, you're crazy. I can't believe yeah. you did that. Yeah. Like, yeah. We want you to work here. But anyway, Blonde, um, do you have a restaurant that you like here? Uh, yeah, for like for dinner. Okay. So fire pizza is pretty good. No, I went there and I was so disappointed. I can make a better pizza than that. Really? I Sorry. like it. Okay, uh, maybe, maybe I'll give it a second chance, but. Oh, I'm trying to think. Do they, of... What's about uh grand wizard pizza? Is that, is that good? Do they <laughs> burning, burning cross, uh, the burning cross cafe. Is that it? Grand wizard pizza. That's the one. Um, <laughs> Pepe Caldo is pretty good. Garnet Cafe has really good breakfast. Hmm. Um, and then if you're looking for something like high class, Tony's is, by the lake is good. All right, cool. Um, have you been the crown at Thistle? Yeah, but there are the masks situation there. They're like real, they're COVID idiots. They're like really cucked on, on the mask thing. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll check those out. And thanks for taking my call. And thanks for, um, you know, inspiring me to go on this journey. I, I good really luck look with. forward to watching you guys every Yeah, yeah shoot me an email. If you aren't a fed, I can hook you up with some of my friends. <laughs> okay cool i'm not a fed i promise all right see you dude. all right take care bye yep okay <clears throat> got time for a few more johnson is up next johnson you're good to go if you're ready <laughs> dangerous spaces said kkkfc <laughs> <laughs> yeah see that uh, that's what i'm trying to inspire a little bit <laughs> did uh did Randy Weaver stay up there or did he leave after that whole ordeal? I don't know where he lives now. Johnson, you're yeah, you're good to go if you're ready. Randy I'll uh Iowa. Uh, yeah, hi guys. What's what? on your mind? Um, well, you know, there's a lot going on politically and I guess uh logistically and um you know with this election, but I was wondering if we could squint and think about how uh how to take back the arts from the liberals. Sure. Uh, what, what I know how thoughts? to do that. All oh, right. I don't know. Do we well, lose it, Johnson? You still there? Just, uh, well, it's just so amazing how they've disprivileged everything, you know, from Shakespeare to, uh, you know, I, I was in New York trying to see um, some Shakespeare when I was there getting some medical treatment. Mm. And it, they had like a modern version of Shakespeare. And it's like, you know, gross weird english and they're, they're sort of translating everything and you know all you can get is like a reverse race a fellow hmm. you know lesbian lead lead people and um and that's for the classics you know if you went out of your way to try to see like traditional western art that's what you'd get Ugh. yeah i don't know this isn't this isn't really my arena but uh what do you guys think about taking that back how would you do it what would you do murdoch murdoch <laughs> is how the, we i'm the, serious the current shakespeare like uh that show is remarkably prophetic and excellent and hilarious i encourage anybody that has not watched murdoch murdoch to, is it to uh, it got banned in. off youtube right where where do you watch oh, it now so banned. I, I watch it on bit shoot i assume hmm. that that's the that that's the main place that you watch it they're so elusive though i have no idea who these people are but things like murdoch murdoch although some some higher level visual art and music would be good um are ways to tap into this this zoomer culture and and take and take back the art uh biblical Im- imagery is going to to reemerge i think as important in visual art um 
and that's when it was at its at its greatest level, the the Renaissance anyway. So I think that that's really the way to do it. I mean, if we can get back to our Christian roots, it will really inspire artistry again. What do you think? I, I think that's a uh, that's great stuff, and um, you remind me a lot of Murdoch Chan. I just keep thinking that every time I watch you on the show. That's such a fine compliment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I mean, I I I, I don't know. I it just seems like such a daunting challenge on an individual level to try to organize stuff like this in your community. I mean, I guess you can plays and uh, just yeah. try to, to do stuff on a minor level, but competing with Hollywood is just so daunting yeah. i mean if you if you look back on it sorry go ahead well it's like these people have controlled the publishing industry for 200 years i mean yeah read whitman it, it's it, there's really more of the same if you go back even 100 years ago it's all about pursuing your uh impulses and romanticism has this like terrible um they they dislike the idea of personal restraint and emotional restraint it's all sort of uh, the, the currents for the last 250 years go away from conservative values. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's tempting to always think of like starting something new and building something new to replace the stuff that's been lost. But I, I can't speak to the art arena because that's not really my area. But I think about <clears throat> this stuff all the time, how important it is. I mean, thinking beyond thinking so much more local than, than the presidency or, or Congress or anything like that. We have to get on every board that governs everything. To, that's, that's where we've really failed. The problem is like generally conservative minded people have lives to live. They have families, they have kids, they have obligations. You know, you, 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 you have only so much time to be on the board of this and the board of that and to, to change the, the composition of all of these aspects of culture we got to figure out a way though. Like, yeah. <laughs> and at some point I have to start, I mean, I talk about that frequently, but when's the last time I tried to get on some school board or something like that? I, I, I need to hold myself to account on that, especially, you know, if I have a family in the future and, and start changing this stuff on the very local level, sit in those seats and start saying no to all of this progressive propaganda nonsense. Anyway. Yeah, uh, I know. I, I think that's uh Final thought for me, if you if you want it. Uh, yeah, well, I would recommend everyone who hasn't uh, to listen to this uh, British guy named Jonathan Bowden. He talks a mm. lot about culture and the arts um, in a sort of British nationalist uh, context, but he's fascinating and really interesting. Sure. Well, thank you for the call, man. Thank you. Have a good night. See ya. All right, let's see if we can get two more in here. Thank you guys for your patience. I know I was not great on the clock tonight. But we do what we can, as always. Ovid is up next. Ovid, you're good to go, man, if you're ready. Oh, thank God, Matt. You know, you were uh, one more week, and you probably would have ended up on an El Vaquero uh, compilation. <laughs> God, it's been so long. Uh, well, get... Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by that? What's the compilation? I've been the freaking show for two months. Oh, I see. <laughs> randomization i have the worst luck dude. well i i assure you i mean i actually have to confess i've been using dominion to randomize uh the call oh my There's, god see i so, knew it i yeah. knew it <laughs> yeah it does seem anyway. to it does seem to have some weird favorites although i see red falcor is way down the list tonight so every once in a while 
it seems like it works out. <laughs> good. <laughs> good, good for me finally. Um, yeah. so a couple uh shows ago or something, you guys both mentioned that you regretted not uh waiting to move in with each mm. other until after marriage. Um, now, well, not with each other. But, you know, well, you, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, for for those un, uninformed, but um, what did you guys um, how do you guys feel about uh saving yourself for marriage? Um, now I'm assuming for blonde. I mean, Matt, we know has um had loose casual sex with about ninety percent of the audience, but um, yeah. But do you regret not saving yourself for marriage? Uh, if if you did not, doesn't every woman? Well, I don't know if that's true. I would say most women probably don't regret it in this day and age. But yeah, I yeah, I regret it. I would uh I mean I, it's it's certainly what I will advise and teach to my children. Sure. Uh and it, I suppose I I wish I as as a young person I wish I would have had it explained to me um like in health class and with my parents well, do I want to I want to go into this regard. <laughs> I want to go to this arena about how the talk was given to me. My dad is probably listening. I don't know. In my upbringing, I don't feel like that concept was sold to me. Like the why question was sold to me in all of my lessons about why you should do that. It seemed like it was a lot of health angles and that sort of thing. And those are important. It's, but the big um, lesson for me is that nothing will ever be as fulfilling as it is with the right person to whom you have committed. That's the answer. And then, and if you want true happiness, that's what you should aim for. It's not because it's some, it's not because you're a bad person. If you, if you don't uh, live your life that way, it's not because you are in danger of a whole bunch of S. Well, you are in danger of a whole bunch of STDs. If you sleep around, that is a valid reason, but I wish it was sold to me as this is the, this is the route. uh, This is the best route to pursue happiness. This is the highest level of happiness that you will achieve. If you pursue this, this goal and so that's that's how i'll try to teach uh my children the, the reason why you should why you should aim for that it's a fulfillment thing cool uh, i just had had that little simple question for you sure do you um, uh do you have thoughts on it um i don't uh particularly i um you know for me it's still very special i've you know i've you know obviously i'm not uh, married yet what mm-hmm. i actually haven't been sending super chats because i'm saving every cent that i can uh, for for the ring and and the whole the whole shebang which you know honestly sidetrack um thank god for trump suspending um student loan payments because realizing how much of my income goes to that is just astonishing mm. yeah it's um, demoralizing yeah. Yeah. Next, so. see how much you spend on food. There's another yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. but every time I, mean, I budget, I'm like, this is so, yeah. so bad. For me personally, um, history doesn't make it uh, less less special. Um, so mm. I appreciate that. I mean, I know that it's different for guys and girls, um, but that's just my my well, take. I think and it's, uh, um, just because yeah, you guys I, mentioned the living together, I wanted to know your opinions. Yeah, well, l- let me pick your brain a little bit. Uh, and if it's too personal, you know, say it's too personal. That's fine. Sure. But, but would you agree that commitment makes it a fulfilling thing? 
Oh, like, absolutely. Commitment I, and, never, and having it matter, yeah, yeah is is way yeah, better I'm than not, anything. I'm else. never going back. Yeah, you know, even even if I even if I could, um, you know, it's it's much better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I, I don't know anyone who has ever said like, yeah, man, that one that one night stand that hookup that was like that was super fulfilling. <laughs> I mean, when you're young and it's a thrill, I get it, but do it for a couple of years and get back to me, and then yeah, once no, you're man, all- it. Okay, so it'll degrade women's souls faster than it will will for men. But if you ever think that having promiscuous sex is going to enlighten you in any way, look to Rushvi. And I encourage people to like read his blog and read his accounts. And, you know, Rushvi spent his entire life uh, trying to meet women and have sex with women. And he's I've had him on my show before he on Motherland. He's talked about how this has been so corrosive for him as a human being. And he could only become whole again through salvation in Jesus Christ. And like people have to realize that it has this effect on men too. And you just Mm. become enslaved to your sexual desire. Is that what anybody really wants to be a slave to any of their vices? Mm. Um, But you know, it's hard to to, to tell young people that because it's super fun. So yeah, (laughs) like don't do the super fun thing that your body wants you to do. But if you get married young, you can have all the unprotected sex that you want. So and not worry about STDs and, isn't that awesome? Get married young. How old are you? I'm 24. Oh, look at that. That's sweet. Well, uh, okay. Get out of thanks here. Thanks for the thoughts and congratulations on the pursuit of uh, the ring. And I hope you're able to uh, take care of that soon. Thanks. Uh, keep up the good work, guys. Yeah, man. Have a good night. Bye. Okay. Let's give last word to Juggernaut tonight. <laughs> Juggernaut Did the I just Destroyer. Because it has jugs in that name. Juggernaut. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Jugs, that's a pretty uh, underused term. You don't hear that very frequently. Yeah. I got boobs on the mind. (laughs) Yeah, man, you're loud and clear. What's on your mind? Uh, What do you think about... uh, I was going to talk about the legality of, like, keeping exotic animals. What do you think about, like... Should we? Should the government allow you to purchase foreign animals, like, that aren't native? foreign animals okay so we're talking specifically like importing them from another place yeah that's exotic it would be a non-native animal Mm. i mean there's an entire population of burmese pythons living in the swamps of southern florida because they've escaped from people's houses and mated Mm. um so so you know inevitably you're going to introduce some of these um some of these animals into the natural ecosystem so that's one reason um on the pro side like watching Tiger King was the highlight of my year last year. It was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, so these people how, about, how about the idea that by making an animal uh, common in household pets, it will never go extinct? Hmm. Mm. Well, I guess the question is, does importing these animals have inherent harm or inherent threat to other people? I'd, yeah. Uh, uh, I just don't know. I don't know. Lions <laughs> so, for all. I guess yeah. I just don't know enough about this. How common is this and what is the failure rate? Like how many tiger compounds are there and how frequently did the tigers get out and what sort of if they do get out or if there's an invasive species like you're talking about, what to what what sort of damage are we talking about? And, and can that be mitigated or is it impossible to control? I just don't know that much about this stuff. Do you do you have a you might know more about this. Do you have a stronger opinion? Um, I would 
if I were in charge, it's kind of tough because I like the idea of keeping exotic pets, okay. but uh, I would probably ban females, and that would pretty much solve all the problems. Like, don't hmm. purchase any females; only males are allowed. Never had then the, even. Um, I should remember from Tiger King, but like, what are the regs on this stuff now? Is it is it loosely regulated? Is it highly regulated? I know they talk. You about have to that. be like pure white trash. That is the regulation in order <laughs> well, to have it's a tiger. mandatory. Yeah. yeah. It's like how many cousin fuckers do you have in your lineage? Three or more, you can get a tiger. Is it uh, who regulates it? Is it a federal thing or is it is it state by state? Like if I want to get a tiger. Okay. Oh, that the FDA might be wrong. What the hell do they have to do with who? Knows? I mean, you might be right. All sorts of uh, federal agencies have their hands in all sorts of cookie jars that they shouldn't. I can't imagine why the FDA would be regulating tigers, but I wouldn't be surprised to learn that they do. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> you stumped me on this one, man. I just don't know that much about it. I, <sighs> so, I only brought it up because I, I like the idea of keeping um, an ant colony. I thought it would be really neat to raise like a queen ant. But yeah. I, the the laws you can't you can't, can't purchase foreign ants, okay. obviously. I guess that makes sense, right? Because a queen ant can raise its own colony and just you know. But uh, yeah, it's illegal to purchase queen ants from uh, out of border. So I just mm. thought it was an interesting topic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll have to learn more about it. Thank you, man. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, have a good night. Too. Now I'm curious. I, if I could own any, it's not foreign but uh i'd like to have a grizzly bear i think that'd be fun that's What's, insane what do i that's have to do to own crazy. a grizzly bear there are grizzly zoos around here there are several how do i do that how do i get one <laughs> i want to when when the uh when civil war 2 comes i want to ride in on a grizzly bear that's how i want to <laughs> enter the arena <laughs> Uh, all right let's uh th- thank you guys uh thanks to the, uh, to the callers tonight and of course we appreciate your patience with uh the sometimes slow movement between the callers as always we do the best we can and if you're having trouble getting into the live room or you want to participate in the show but you can't do it live do remember we take questions by email the address there is beauty and the beta at gmail.com and put call in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for and we'll go through those at the end of the stream each and every week and uh, as we will right now, Jack says uh, a baby kitten I rescued months back was poisoned by one of my neighbors. He can't eat, drink, and he can barely breathe. Watching something so small and innocent die horribly rips my heart. Uh, how do you forgive someone who's killed a baby, even if that baby is an animal? I would have to know the circumstance. I, I guess I'd be curious to know, how do you know that the neighbor poisoned it? And if you do know, could you ask the neighbor why? I mean, I- yeah, and report that person to police too. I mean, people take animal cruelty really seriously. I don't know. I mean, sometimes I think that it's not really our job to be forgiving of people that do horrible things. I mean, isn't it Jesus? Isn't it God? Like, why do we have to? Why do you have to forgive that person? Probably for yourself. Well, if, yeah, if you know reason. that he did it and he did it for like complete bs reason you know so i know sometimes animals get into people's property and damage their stuff and people shoot the cat or do you know do stuff stuff like that does happen and if it was a kitten i don't know what the kitten is doing i'd have to know more about why but let's say it was totally unjustified um 
if if he just straight up murdered your kitten for no reason, well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that you you have to forgive a person like that. That's probably a person I would never want to associate with again. I think that uh, I, forgiveness has value. I think forgiveness has moral value, and and to the extent that people seek it, we should be willing to offer it. But the other the other thing I would say about the value of forgiveness is a personal thing too. It's about letting go of injustice sometimes too. Sometimes we have to move on ourselves mentally about injustice committed against us or committed against something close to us. If forgiveness sets you free, it is worth pursuing in that regard as well. Um, I don't know if this person deserves forgiveness or not, but the one thing I would, I would hope is that you don't waste years of your life agonizing over any tragedy, whether it's a kitten, yeah, whether yeah. it's a person, we we will all suffer loss. And it's like unforgivable. No, I mean I think that you, God can forgive you after you have an abortion, which is way worse than this, right? Hmm. Um, and I'm sorry to hear that. that all the best to you, man. I, I something similar happened to uh, our Saint Bernard when I was uh, in high school. He, he, I don't know if he was poisoned, but he suffered a similar fate at like a young age, and it was, you know, it was devastating. It sucked. But uh, I hope I hope you get through it. Henry, do you think that there's a sizable portion of Trump supporters who are very bad representatives of the right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, to me, there are some who come off as being so absurd in their worship of Trump that they provide perfect fodder for the left. Uh, totally. I mean, there have been a few shows where I've been really hard on Trump because I I think that largely he has been a failure of a president and he didn't deserve for anybody to vote for him again. Um, and in those videos where I have been critical of him, I have never been so badly eviscerated. It's like people want to follow Trump into battle no matter what. I saw people on the right defending massive spending, like incredible, unprecedented spending, um, war with Iran, things like this. And, and it was it was baffling to me just because of this cult of personality. Uh, I think that neocons and leftists alike are such a disgusting element of the political spectrum hmm. that, you know, I do have a lot of shame for that. Um, there's a, there are a lot of conservatives that have lost the ability to think clearly and that have this hero worship of Trump, which I find inexplicable. Some of it is memory, which I like, you know, some of it's funny where you just, you make God emperor Trump and, and, and I hope that that's meme work and it's funny to laugh at, but there's no doubt that there are some people who put the person over principle and we shouldn't do that for Trump. We shouldn't do that for anybody. When Trump fulfills what I think are good values and good principles, he'll earn my praise. When he betrays them, he'll earn my scorn. And that's the way it should be for every single person who um, who takes office. Now, are, are there some cringe people who worship Trump? Yes. I will still say that is nowhere near the worst excesses of the left where their the worship of their their people, they beat you for noncompliance. You know, mm -hmm. like... like are the worst Trump worshippers anything on the scale of, say, the worst Antifa and Black Lives Matter criminals? Yeah. No, I, I don't think that the scale of criminality is um, is equal in that regard. So I'll take cringe over criminal, but but I agree that if you want to, if your goal is to persuade available undecided people, um, the worship the worship of the person is not the way to do it. Correct. That is correct. Um, who's next? Abby. When the U.S. goes to socialist shit, if Biden and Harris take office for eight plus years and civil war takes place, how do you think the country will be divided up by lefty, moderates, and conservative? 
Um, I mean, I'm hoping for uh, the peaceful separation uh, where we kind of just self-segregate. I, I mean, that not that the best solution where we, um, like it was in the 90s, where everybody kind of just lived, or maybe it was just different because we were less vocal about our politics then. We were more able to coexist with each other. It was just less divisive. I don't really want a return to that. Uh, I want a geographical separation from people that are ideologically have ideologically if, if, there, if there was a great national movement whereby we all agreed like okay we're gonna mutually agree and this is gonna be like america two territory where we like generally uphold the constitution and over here we're gonna have commie land yeah i i know that um it's easy for me to say because i have a, a fairly mobile line of work where i just need a stable internet connection to make it done or to get it done and i know that's not true for everybody but if you offered me that deal right now if, if you said you have to move I don't know, over to uh, I, take, take your pick. You have to move over to New Hampshire. You have to move over to Missouri, but you will be with like-minded people and you will be left I, alone by the fringe left. I would very seriously consider take, uh, taking that deal. 100%. Oh, yeah. Will but that ever will happen? will be left alone by the left is the, is yeah, the that's, pivotal that's the wishful part thinking. of this. And they're never going to leave us alone. So the question, what's the... Uh, Oh, do we lose it already? Uh, but the question was oh, what, where uh, the one other piece of the question that I wanted to get at is what are the moderates going to do? Well, <laughs> the, dis the distinction is so stark that if you can't pick a team between the general founding American values and actual communism, which is where we're headed. Like if you can't pick between those things, I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I have, yeah. they're so, they're so drastically different. That there really is no middle ground between the two. Libertarians are so useless to me right now. Not, not, uh, well, I don't, I never apply that title to myself because it depends what you mean. Like, do you mean the, uh, the party? Cause they're awful. Do you mean the like fedora tipping <laughs> atheist wing? That, that sort of, no, like yeah. that, that's also terrible. Do you mean like small government <laughs> pro liberty uh, foundational American values? Like I'm all, I'm on board with that. But there's a reason that I think a lot of people shy away from that label. That's true. Matthew says, have you seen the list of 10,000 names of dead people voting that Fleckus found and then checked? Someone made mail-in ballot requests, filled them out, and returned them all in the names of dead people. He even showed the first thousand on screen in one of his latest videos. Why is nobody talking about this? We we talked about it on the stream, and um, and I've followed his videos that he's made about it, and I've still not seen I've not seen a total debunk. I've not seen an explanation as to why he's wrong. I've played around with some of his data. I haven't had time to go through every single name, obviously, but I've gone through I don't know maybe a dozen or a couple dozen of them just to see. And I can tell you, not everyone on the list that I've seen is confirmed to have received a ballot and voted. Yeah. But a lot of them did. When I was looking through the data, which was, I think the first one he released was 14,000. And my understanding is they've cleaned it up. So maybe the 10,000 list is the cleaned up version. But it was probably like half the names that I was looking at. People born, you have to be a little skeptical of the 1900 ones because that might just be uh missing data entry if someone doesn't if they don't know the birth date sometimes they just put one one nineteen hundred but if it's 1902 1903 1904 19 whatever that's not yeah. usually just data entry error and a lot of these names showed up on the michigan uh, secretary of state's website as a hundred and some year old person who requested a ballot received it and sent it in and you don't know if the vote was counted or not but to the point the questioner is asking 
Who the hell did that? I don't care if it's 10. I don't care if it's 10,000. Who the hell requested a ballot in this person's name? Who the hell filled it out? And who the hell sent it back? Who's that person? We need to find that out. And instead, yeah. the New York Times and CNN, they go after Fleckis, the YouTuber. Did the they? Character. They really do. Yeah. They, they, they've tried to discredit him. Oh, he's like, listen, I'm just an idiot on the internet, but this is some shit I found. Why don't you dig into the shit I found? Yeah. They don't. And if, if there is an actual debunk of his list and an explanation of why it's wrong to assume that those are dead people voting, um, I, I would love to look at it. But this, as far as I've seen, CNN and the New York Times have not done that. They've just said clerical error and Fleckus is an extremist. That's it. Hmm. Chris M. Recently, my brother told me about the Boy Scouts of America abuse cases surpassing those of the Catholic Church. Did you <laughs> see those numbers, by the way? It was trending mm-hmm. on Twitter. As part of some Boy Scouts lawsuit, people had to file their sexual abuse claims. I'm not exactly clear on what this was, but there was a deadline. And the claims were over 90,000. 90,000 people claiming sexual abuse in the, uh, in the Boy Scouts. I'm not particularly surprised. I mean, so. this is why, why would anybody allow their child to go off alone overnight with their homosexual counselor? Like, what, what do you think is going to happen here? For the virtue. Should have uh, shot some fireworks at him. <laughs> the question is, do you think they will exceed the number of cases in the public school system or have they probably topped out? I peak? don't know. Public school is more pervasive. So in terms of like per capita, maybe, but uh, it's really bad in public schools. I guess I've never looked into the issue. Um, how does it compare? The f- obviously, the church is always referenced. What, what how does it compare which is such to- horseshit too it's like yeah some pedophilia has happened in the catholic church but it's not nearly as bad as in synagogues or as in public schools and nobody ever talks about the latter is there is there like some kind of central source like central aggregation of all of these claims is there a way to actually compare them the numbers i, I just I haven't know. seen it i don't know uh probably tucker's oh, up next Tucker, um, I am from a large religious family in Eastern Washington, and this will be the first Thanksgiving in years where all of my siblings will be traveling from across the country to attend. Between all my siblings and their families, there will be 22 of us. I'm calling the cops. There are only one objecting. The only one objecting is my older brother and his wife who have drank Inslee's Kool-Aid and are threatening to turn us into the local Gestapo. (sighs) Ah, that dick. That's that's insane. My poor oh my mother God. is super upset about it, and all the rest of us were looking forward to this reunion. What can I do besides just show up and accept that the cops might show up too? Do you know how many people are going to be? I'm having 11 people here. Uh, I don't even know if that's illegal because I don't give a fuck. And if no. police want to come to my house, cool. I'll say it's a Black Lives Matter protest, and it'll be fine. Um, this is so ridiculous. I, it's like, first of all, time to turn on your brother and his wife. It's like whatever you can do to make him feel like shit, pull that card. What a piece of shit. Your own family is <laughs> going to turn you into local police. Plant for some gathering drugs in his car car. and call the cops. That's what you do. For, I'm serious. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, Brother so, like some cocaine in his wheel. Well, now's the time <laughs> Two can play at this game. Um, Seriously. Oh, to, to your point. Uh, I don't know what your relationship with your brother is. I, I, but if it, if it was me, if it was my brother, I, at bare minimum, I'm having a conversation with him and saying, listen, you are 
prioritizing the state over our family. Let's just talk about that. You are you are so <laughs> you are so consumed by the corona terrorism that you will backstab your own family for the sake of what Governor Inslee wants. I, I think you got to have a conversation about it. But if he stands by, let's say he calls the cops and stands by it. If it was me, that I know it's your brother. Relationship over. Do, but I, I would end a relationship yeah. with a person like that. If it was me, that's a person who's going to side with yeah. the state over you. What over you? Yeah. What could that relationship possibly be, be worth at that point? He's chosen I mean, we his haven't family. talked about the merits of a good old fashioned ass kicking too. <laughs> well, he's the older brother though. He might be big and strong. So? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, how much older, like a 22 year old and a 25 year old. I don't know. Half the time, the 22 year old can kick the shit out of the 25 year old. Yeah, I have no idea. I th- um, it's just, I, you'll figure it out. But I think you, if he, if he follows through and calls the police on you and you can confirm that you have to confront that. Yeah. You what absolutely have to confront that. Don't that Ugh. that's that's such a betrayal of um of family that you can't let that slide. Determine for yourself how to how to do that, but you're gonna have to. What's the point of having family? They're supposed to be the people that will help you bury a body, you know? Yeah. And it's like they're gonna turn you into the cops for getting together for Thanksgiving. What a fuck. Yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm really sorry to hear that, man. That would that would drive me up a wall if it was my family. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. It's probably mm. his bitch wife. Beat her up too. <laughs> <laughs> incompetent hands defensively susan incompetent hands says trump said they would cheat and the left sold the narrative of the red mirage uh sorry blonde but it was fourth down on the left's 18 oh, this is a football metaphor blonde's not going to get that it's the last chance and it's difficult for them that's the metaphor and their playbook was on the jumbotron now we're trying to decide if it's a touchdown. Trump's right. I'm tired of winning. Want to believe in 47D chess. But worst case, will Trump be remembered on the right as the best, funniest, most productive president ever? Or will Trump be the last president who did everything except actually drain the swamp like he promised? Where would you guys fall? Who do you want as a cellmate in the gulags? I call Lauren Chen. Lol. <laughs> right. Uh, there's a lot of questions in there. How will I remember Trump? Um, I know it's not the number one. I should make a case policy wise for why I appreciate Trump. Cause there are some things, there's a lot of things he did that I think are very good. There's a lot of things he did that I disagree with so strongly, but my number one piece of value from Trump for me personally is who is what he represented in a culture war. And I, yeah, what he represented in the giant middle finger to the people who needed the middle finger, specifically the media, specifically the entrenched interests in Washington, D.C. It's not really something you can point to in a formal sense and say this was the law that he passed. It's what he represented and, and who he stood up for, even if he didn't always perfectly stand up for them. That is what I will look back fondly. Um, th- that That's why I'll look back fondly on this president. If I have to look back at all, maybe he's not done. But uh but that's that's what I would say. It, it, how will you remember Trump? Do you, would you grade him as net success, net failure? What will what will you say? I don't know. I think I'm just going to try to remember this as like a fun time in my life where we still had hope that we could pull the country out of the out of the tailspin that it was in. Hmm. It, it's like the last hurrah before life got hard. Probably. I don't. But as uh, a man, I don't know. I think he's he's weak of character. Hmm. I, I definitely don't think he will be the last of either conservative uh, values or of his sort of temperament, his trolley, his trolley style, whether he runs again in 2024 or whether someone else picks up the tour. There's not 
if the Republican Party wants to be, they will be so idiotic and foolish to go back to like a Mitt Romney style character in 2024 if Trump doesn't run or beyond. Yeah. We don't want this guy, like, even though I constantly... seemingly advocate losing with grace and principle. I will admit to that. It, that is nobody wants to vote for that kind of person. Like the Mitt Romney kind of person. You have to understand, you have to recognize what Trump was able to achieve in broadening uh, and expanding Republican votes. He did that. There's a reason he did that. Take note of that politically. Don't make the same mistake and go back to some boring Mitt Romney style candidate. I hope they don't do that, but we'll see. Uh, let's see who is Dan is next. Yeah. We'll see more of what happened in Wayne County. Will we see more of what happened in Wayne County? The further we get along the certification process, Republican election officials refuse to certify and were threatened by a DSA member and a former Harvard grad and Bear Stearns employee, Ted Stable. Um, yes, I think definitely. I didn't, there's going to be this... corruption through every part of the litigation process. Hmm. I didn't follow the story super closely. What I understand is that there was uh there was like a two to two split on Wayne County governance and whether to certify the election. And the people who were opposed ended up backing down due to some underhanded tactics like he's talking about. There was apparently some kind of doxing threat or some sort of threat made against the people who uh, who were opposed. And I guess the deal they got with the state was to do some sort of audit on the Wayne County yeah. results. That's That's about all I know on that. But if the question is, um, will we see more of, of that? Well, if the question is, will we see more of uh blunt force used against enemies of the left to get, to, to try to browbeat them into compliance? Yeah. I mean, we, we've seen, we've seen that for four years and uh, we're going to see if they do more of that when they have at least executive power, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's how they try to win. They don't try to win by convincing you that they're right. They try to win by beating you into submission metaphorically or literally. So that's why we all need to be prepared to win the argument. And if you don't, if you, they, if you do win the argument and they get very mad and they come after you, that's why you have to be prepared to defend yourself too. Yep. Huge cow patty says, uh, I believe the default position should always be that more transparency is better than less transparency. But the whole thing where the news calls the results of elections has clearly done nothing but create a mess. What are your thoughts? Well, um, like as in, should the media outlets be projecting winners or calling winners? Uh, I don't, um, I, I don't see a way to stop them from doing that. Anyone's free to do that. You can say like, well, it looks favorable for this person or it looks favorable for that person. Uh, I, I think this falls again. I think this falls down to a failure in the, in a, general citizen understanding of how our, our processes and structures work. I, I, I've spoken to friends personally who, who think that it is not just, um, not just kind of like a, a ceremonially over when CNN calls it, but they think that that actually has legal bearing like CNN Are or you the serious? AP. Well, people say that it's, I've had friends say that it's over when they make those calls. Yeah. And what? Uh, why are these people friends? Uh, that's a long story. <laughs> I wish there's nothing wrong. I guess what I would say is there's nothing purely wrong with media making projections, but I, I think that we as a society need to have a better understanding of what that is. That's just someone's prediction and it might be a 99% probable prediction. That's, you know, that's fair. 
But we should realize there is a legal process to this. The law defines how the president is chosen, not CNN, not the AP. And instead, we, uh, we've allowed ourselves to be duped into believing that these people have some sort of uh, actual authority over the process. So I, I, I'd go back to civic education on this one. That's how, that's how I'd solve it. Yeah, I mean, homeschooling has got to help, right? If, if you think that, then it's your parents have failed you. It's not that mm-hmm. public education is your, your parents have failed you. And you've allowed yourself to be indoctrinated by a bunch of GD retards. <laughs> Ugh, that's that's actually shocking to me still. Yeah. That people think the media could have any bearing on the election outcome in terms of legality. Or, that's uh, incredibly uh, stupid. To the point we had with the caller earlier. I mean, just people don't have an understanding of our, our legal framework, our constitutional structure, or the why. The why questions. Yeah. We just... If CNN says so, they got flashy graphics and they're, you know, they're big business, so they must be right. That's so dumb. Um, Jen- James and Jennifer in Indianapolis. Election stress has taken its toll on us. Uh, Jennifer has begun some light prepping when Joe announced that he was going to be running with Harris. She cranked it up a notch since the media has declared Joe the winner. Some of our closest friends and family have found out that we're prepping and have chosen to label us far right extremists. I have gotten the impression that the two of you do some prepping as well. I'm curious if you have had labels like this thrown at you from anyone close to you. And if so, how did you go about with coping it? I mean, right when I started my channel, I sent my brother my first video and he was like, this is excellent. And here's what's going to happen. It's going to go viral. And then these people in our family are going to stop talking to you. You're going to lose these friends. And if you're okay with that, just post it on the internet. And I was like, fine. So like when I started this, I already was like, preemptively trimming the fat out of my life because i'm like, was he right I, by the way was his prediction 100 percent? it has a 500,000 views so i don't know if that's really well viral. that's pretty good i mean and did, did he correctly call the did he correctly oh, call the people oh, yeah so yeah he, for sure he's a soothsayer man i know um, <laughs> i need to get some I mean, consultation right about yeah so i didn't have this thing of like oh no, my friends and family are going to think I'm a right-wing extremist. However, a bunch of people from my high school were talking about me on Facebook after I got doxxed. And that really bothered me. Mm. Shockingly. The really people bothered who actually me. I don't know, know why. you. Yeah. Well, they don't really know me. I mean, not anymore. But people who I don't know, know of you or you've interacted with personally. I think that we're so deep into this culture war that that I just grew beyond... I ascended from a place where I cared what people thought about me to like a place where I genuinely don't give a fuck. I never think about it. Do you? I mean, are you like, do people think I'm racist or something? Uh, like no, that? some like, of that is exposure. That. I mean, I remember, I remember being in Cleveland and having Daryl Lamont Jenkins call us racist. And it's not that words have ever hurt me. Like they don't, you know, it doesn't cause me to curl up into a ball, but, but you want to change his mind. Yes. And being sincerely called racist, like kind of hurt, you know, it had like an, a, an emotional effect. And I understand where you're coming from. If people think that you're crazy and want to call you names, if you're not used to it, it does have its effect. But like anything else, um, you keep doing what you're doing. And by the 10th time they've called you the name and they have no other argument. You're like, all right, um, Listen, I'll see you uh, since you're not prepping. Uh, when all of this stuff happens, I'll see you uh, when you come over and ask for certain supplies that are you know, yeah. not available right now. Uh, anyone after what happened in the spring, I get it. You can go overboard on prepping. Like when I watch the show, uh, Doomsday Preppers, there are some people who sacrifice their quality of life today in pursuit of prepping. And that, that's where I'm I not would draw doing the that. line. But 
if you're just a person who's prepared for a little life off the grid, if it becomes necessary, I, I think that's, I think that's just someone who's uh, wise, frankly. So there's nothing wrong with that. And, um, and, and anybody who calls you a name, they were probably the people scrambling to buy all the toilet paper off the shelves in March. Everybody was calling people names until suddenly there was like a slight little bit of panic. And all it was in the spring was like a, a very mild preview of what it would actually be like if supply lines were disrupted. And if we actually had an emergency in this country and everyone went fucking batshit. Yeah. If you actually had an apocalyptic scenario, imagine how bad it would be. So anyone who makes fun of preppers still, at least on just the like, listen, I have basic supplies level. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking after what we've seen during this year. Anyone who doesn't have basic supplies in their home, I think is, 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 I think that's foolish. I think those people yeah. need to, are deserve to be called names. Like you're telling me after what we've seen, you have zero self-sufficiency. You have zero contingency plan. That's, that's the idiocy. So I would say allow yourself to be called names and you'll build up your armor a little bit or just be, just return it right back. <laughs> just call them names. Who gives it? You have to yeah, stop. Who caring. Cares? That, that's the bottom line. Yep. Did I read that one? Uh, yeah. I'll, so, okay. So Mark is the last one. Where does this COVID-19 bullshit end? Same place as 9-11 ended, but instead of just mass surveillance, it will be expanded powers to control travel. I believe we will end up with UBI that will replace or that will place most people under the direct control of government. That's that's interesting. Um, oh, Mark, that, that flew under my radar. I thought that was a question because of the question mark. But really, oh. it was rhetorical and the answer to his own question. No, no comments in the in the question. <laughs> well, I will ignore you if you do. He's kind of talking about like, what what do you think will stay in effect? When will it end? The answer is when we stop complying. It will never yeah. end by government It'll courtesy. So you have Please to... let me, I'll, I'll give you back all this power that I've acquired because that yeah. happens all the time in history. Yeah. We're waiting for government courtesy. It's never coming. So mm-hmm. you, you have to decide what the line is for you. And when you're done and you don't want to cross the line, you're done. Stop complying. Uh, what, what are the features that might stick around? Um, I, as Candace Owens was tweeting or a few days ago, I think I might've referenced this on Sunday, but I'm, I'm very worried about what's going to happen when this, when this, uh, when the vaccine comes out, I think that's when a lot of the permanent uh, features might start to reveal themselves. And yeah. I'm getting really tinfoily about the claims of 90 to 95% effectiveness. And I say this Me because too. I, 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 some listeners are familiar with vaccine science. That's all I can say. Um, there are some, some little birdies chirping in my ear who know a thing or two about vaccine development. And those claims sound very inflated in the judgment of those people. And I just wonder, are those claims of that level of effectiveness going to be used as a reason to try to enforce it on people later, or at least to try to browbeat anyone who doesn't want to get it as an idiot, because look, it's 99.9% effective. What idiot wouldn't inject this into their veins immediately? And what what Candace's point was too is once the vaccine is in play, what are the chances that the mask thing goes away, but you have to have a vaccine ID to get into any airplane, to get into any business, to get into any government building. If you don't show your, your vaccine certification, you will be effectively cut off from uh, polite society. We're not there yet. Obviously I just, I worry about that trajectory. And I think that some of the worst things that might be permanent features have yet to come. And that, that, that worries me a lot. 
uh, yeah, I'm just not going to do it. I just, I'm going to have to stop engaging in polite society. It's not going to happen. No, I'll, I'll never do it. And it's not an, it's not an anti-vax thing. You know, I, I always have to qualify when we talk about this. It's not me saying like the science of it works or doesn't work. I'm saying that in my judgment, I will take the risk of a virus with 99.9% survival. And I do not consent to you stabbing me and injecting me with a substance I don't fully understand. Yeah. I don't think you have the right to stab anybody against their will. You don't have the right to stab me. You're not going to do it. And I, I honestly, I'll die on that hill. You are not. So gonna, I. I, I don't care what it takes. If you ban me from every business or every government building, I guess, I guess we're doing this. And I would hope that's a hill that Americans are prepared to die on too. If you, if you want to get the vaccine, by all means, go have at it. I'm not, I'm not passing judgment on people who want to do that or whatever. I'm just saying that if we don't stand up for the fundamental right not to be stabbed, what, what do we have left? <laughs> I know. And, and yeah. at what point are people going to do this? That, that question pisses me off so much. Uh, the person that's saying that saying that their brother is going to turn them into local authorities. It's like the, the federal government has clearly turned brother on brother. It, it's, it, this is, this is clearly what's, what's happening here. We're, we're turning on each other. And at some point, all of us need to be like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm uh, going to continue to go to all businesses with, with Adam. I'm not doing any of the shit anymore. Honestly, no. I don't even wash my hands any more than I do normally. <laughs> I wipe my ass barehanded and I go about my day. That's what I do. Like I do normally. No, no, no. I'm saying like (laughs) I wash my hands the same amount that I would wash my hands in a non-plandemic American era. I'm not doing any of this shit. And at a certain point, people are going to have to, when they get coronavirus, they're just going to have to start going about their business normally because why are we doing this anymore? Why? If it's so highly infectious, why are we doing this? Uh, yeah, I, I saw a great meme with Jim from the office with his little uh, paper, you know, his little board explaining things. And the question was, if the first lockdown worked, why are we doing another? If the first lockdown didn't work, yeah. why are we doing another? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, here, I honestly, I, 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 I going back to my mindset in the spring, I couldn't believe the things that we were doing because they were so just they had they had no real precedent in American history back even how confused i was then i didn't think we'd be debating this stuff on thanksgiving why did i plan a wedding for october because i thought this shit was going to go away long before that not necessarily because government would would stop but because i thought people's patience with this nonsense would wear thin way before that guess i was wrong people have an appetite for it not just uh not only do they have patience for it they crave it they love it give them more what are we gonna do uh, all right, that's, uh, that's it on the questions. Thank you guys for your questions. Um, over on DLive, ETC2500 is making it rain diamonds. We always appreciate that and gifting subs as well. Thank you for keeping the DLive stream alive. We appreciate you guys building the community over there. Thank you for that. Um, Streamlabs, let me check up real quick here. Uh, <laughs> what is this name? Uh Nick Fuentes Virgin Bible Lube over on Streamlabs. Uh, some people feel this way. Other people feel that way. Me, I don't know, man. I'm just going to kick up my legs and fish down by the river, Tim Pool. Um, I, I don't know the context in which he said that. Uh, there's, 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 if I could try to understand it, like, yeah, there's, there's wisdom in, or there, there's value in, Maintaining a cool head, no matter how things, how crazy things get. That said, I don't want to, I don't want to kick up my feet and fish down, fish down by the river 
while my country is being sold out and the values on which it was founded are being undermined. Like we do, we do have to pick the fight at some point. We do have to fight the fight. Um, if, if we fish in our, everything we believe in and everything we stand for is, is sold out in the meantime, like I don't want to fish in that world. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to fish under the hammer and sickle if it's even allowed and it's not banned then. So you gotta, just like everything, you gotta balance those forces. You gotta keep a cool head. You gotta find enjoyment in life. You gotta find fun things to do. You gotta find purpose, but you gotta stand up for what matters too. And if you don't, it all get, it all gets taken away from you. Michu says microwaves excite water molecules. A low power microwave could raise the water in your skin a few degrees and that would kill you. Or no, sorry, that would feel like you are burning from the inside out. I know the U.S. military looked into it for riot control about 10 years ago. I guess I just didn't, as far as the science of it, I didn't realize you could project microwaves on a size and scale that would actually kind of cook a person in that way. Like how, how big of a apparatus do you need to actually like send <laughs> microwaves at someone how how big is this equipment what's wrong with me uh, i don't know why because you're laughing at the because you said big equipment and i uh, don't that's that's that funny really that seems I like a i reach. hate myself today you would think myself. i said giant jugs or something <laughs> <laughs> how big would the jugs have to be to microwave a person to match your equipment yep Anyway, all right, oh, we're good okay. over on uh, Streamlabs. Okay. Um, all right, Swifter Braveheart. Swiftner Braveheart, is that who was next? I think. I think so, um, yeah. What do you think of legislation or constitutional amendment at the state or oh, no, national we did this level? One. We did this one. Did, did we? Yeah. Oh, we did that, yeah. Amber, uh, pray for everyone in Illinois other than Chicago. They're shutting us down again, but most small <sighs> businesses are fighting back. Thank God. What a bunch of BS. I hope they do. Again, <sighs> they're going to... Every our, our governor is out of office in a month and he's still doing this crap. Like, what do you just go away? We voted against your party because of this crap and you're still going to do it for the last month that you're hanging around. Come on, man. It, it just shows they're not going to stop until you until we stop ever. They're going to keep constricting. They're going to keep pushing to see how far they can push you. Can we all just say no and go about our lives and say, OK, you're going to have to arrest me to stop me. Yep. That's the only way it's going to stop. Metalhead 10,000. Blonde, my boy Razor Fist would tell you to spit out the black pill. I don't know, man. Why? It's the only thing protecting me right now. I need it. <laughs> I need it. T- Trucker Chris says, no, oh, Jesus, Chris. Uh, <laughs> this is Susan Bate. This is some serious Susan Bate. I know. Just talking about how the media is anti-white and a certain group of people that are 56% <laughs> of university presidents. I didn't say it trucker did uh well and it needs to be emphasized susan allowed it you know this is going to be the interesting case seriously speaking and thanks for supporting the show let's say that we did get punished or banned because of something that a super chatter said like i would love to go to susan and say listen we read a message that your system allowed listen bitch and then we get banned (laughs) Yeah, then she'll just crack I, down. If, if that situation ever becomes realized, I'd be uh, I'd wonder how they would uh, explain that. And of course, they wouldn't. They'd just be like, "Don't have to explain it. You're banned. See ya." That's how it would go. Blonde just admitted she uses the black pill to cope. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's my cope. <laughs> yeah. The black pill. Uh, black pill of confusion says at some point it's Walking Dead uh, revival. Everyone is infected. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, bang bang Yeetsky. <laughs> no no uh mike bergman howdy friends have either of you heard of the canadian internment camps in ottawa um the, the canadian government in the area is setting up these quarantine camps and has ordered a ton of riot and gear and tear gas i have heard it if this mm. is our future then you know we're gonna have to fight that's news to me Josh and Jesus, a Biden presidency might not be that bad, um, given that neither the military nor the police respect him. That pretty much neutralizes his presidency. Yeah, but he's not the real goal. We'll see. And the the entrenched uh, police forces in D.C. might. I was talking to you before we went live, but uh, there's a report that the ATF is already working with Biden on pistol braces. They're going to give you the old Randy Weaver sniper treatment if you got one of them AR pistols in your house. I mean, I'm sure that your local police force in Oklahoma doesn't give a shit what Joe Biden says, but they're not the ones tasked with enforcing Joe Biden's orders either. The FBI and the ATF and the rest of the D.C. police forces, I guarantee you there's plenty of Biden friendliness. We're talking we're not talking, you know, your your friend, Officer Bob down the street. We're talking Peter Strzok. That's yeah. who we're talking about. Billy Bob, what if the Kraken is a real Kraken? What if giant octopus devours Washington? That would be totally normal in 2020. <laughs> One can hope. Um, That'd be appropriate. Amber, the left keeps chanting uh, FCUK 12, fuck 12. Yeah, that's a that's a saying for fuck the police, basically. Oh, well, I'm over here chanting fuck 19 all by myself. Hold that's, it more uh, in. That's a good one. Um, first caller regarding the first caller and so-called Christian argument for authoritarianism. That is Islam, not Christianity. God does not ordain what he, what he suggests. He has always given us free will. I would love to hear your thoughts on 1 Samuel chapter 8. It's a short read. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that there are there are some legitimate Christian arguments for authoritarianism. I think that he he did nail down some stuff that I was having a hard time refuting. Well, as I as I, as I'll say, it's not it's not the end goal that I find objectionable. It's how you achieve it. And if you intend on violating people's rights in pursuit of it, that's, you know, I'm a process person (laughs) always. If you don't achieve your ends through legitimate processes, I'm out. What if people vote out their own, uh, their own rights like they're doing now? Oh, that's it. Like, can you consensually surrender your, well, I I would say, I suppose, but ultimately you're, you're still exercising that right to consent. But not everybody's going to agree. In in what context? Uh, I look at Australia and the gun ban. I mean, people voluntarily gave up their weapons, but mm. surely they had a large segment of the population that was like, this is stupid. I'm not doing this. Yeah, well, I, I don't think like, say, the right to bear arms or the right to self-defense generally means that you must arm yourself. If you choose not to, that's that's your choice. I mean, but no, no, but people can you... that were gun owners that disagreed with the gun grab, uh, but were yeah. powerless to do anything about it because of the democratic mm. process. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think that your rights are uh, subject to a vote. Uh, I think that they're inherent to your humanity. But that's the philosophy on which we're supposed to operate. You can't. I mean, as a practical matter, you can vote away someone's rights and, and do that. But as a moral matter, you can't. Those rights are inalienable. Oh, so you would never agree that there's a moral end or a moral means to authoritarianism, based on what you just said? No, generally no. Okay. I mean, maybe someone could make the case to me. Maybe um, Rorschach would try. Maybe there's something I'm I'm missing, but. But yeah, fundamentally, if the if people don't consent and their rights are being violated, uh, I can't see the moral pathway. Michigan just decertified Biden. Is that true? Will you look into that while I keep reading? Yeah, sure. 
Hayden R says, great man, that Ben Shapiro. I know he's my personal favorite. I don't hate his stupid little face or his weird <laughs> tiny hat or his probable small hands and feet. I don't want to smash <laughs> his face at all. Um, is uh, it true? Well, maybe, maybe someday he'll come on the show. I don't see any news on this. Uh, is there a Stop source? Stop fucking with me, live chat. Is there a source? No, the live chat is the source. You know, yeah. every time you guys do this to me, I trust you a little bit less. <laughs> A little bit less. Um, Kyle Wells, if VP elect diversity higher ascends to the presidency via natural causes or otherwise, will the irony of her needing an old white guy to do to do it be lost on the party of white bigotry and feminism? Yeah, they don't care. Uh, they don't care. It's just about the ends. It's not about the process. They don't they if they get their first black female president, they don't care how she got there. They just care that she got there. That's it. Um, they're saying Wayne County reversed. Uh, okay. Let me look it up. Amber, as someone with Tourette's, no random yelling and cussing. I'm sorry, Amber. I, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that. I also find other people's facial tics hilarious. Oh, cool. My hubby I'm likes s- to wink at me to get my eye twitch going. Cause he thinks it's cute. <laughs> I'm still seeing, uh, reports, you know, eight to 12 hours ago that Wayne County officially certified their results. So I don't know. Hmm. Trucker Chris. Dude, I can't. Okay, the Bolsheviks killed 60 million during the Red Terror. How many will the globalists kill? I can uh, say that, right? I think so. I mean, he's he's really he's really tempting Susan here, but uh Yeah. You guys are trolling me now. Trolling me so hard. Ah, motherfucker. John Martin, I think we can all agree that we like it good and hard. And as a nation, we're probably about to get it good and hard. Yeah, we definitely are. Um, Reality Lobster, Brond, my Asian girlfriend is pushing for sat ring, but diamonds are a grift on males. Would a ruby or sapphire ring be too weird? And no, I won't use jade. Matt, what's a first time AR-15 scope? I have a 3.64 carat sapphire and it is so much more beautiful than any diamond I've ever seen. Hmm. And yeah, don't, don't get a diamond. They're not even rare. Yeah, but I figured you'd appreciate that they're done. Uh, they're, they're, they're obtained through exploiting Africans. Can't you appreciate that? Yes, but also <laughs> um, price fixing. Yeah by a certain family is responsible for, but by the De Beers is, is responsible uh, for uh, the rarity. Uh, they're, they're not rare. Every man, woman and child could have a handful of diamonds hmm. on earth. Uh, as far as uh, AR 15 optics, it, it depends. Um, I, I, for like a, a defensive weapon, um, I'm not going to use any kind of, uh, any kind of magnified optic. I'm not going not gonna to use a scope. Like I will use, uh, some sort of red dot, or I actually really like EOTech's uh, holographic sites. They're a little pricey, but on on weapons that I have for like life and liberty setups, I think EOTech is a great pick in my personal judgment. But a lot of people like Aimpoint red dots. Uh, you could you can't go wrong with Trigicon if you want to you want a super high quality optic. That's uh, you know, unfortunately, some of those will break the bank a little bit. Um, if you just want something that's serviceable though, like you just want um a red dot that that is uh at a fair price that will perform as good as you needed to under pressure but uh isn't going to break the bank um you know sig makes some pretty good ones um i have like on just plinking setups that i have i have optics from primary arms uh those are like 100 bucks and 
you know, they they maybe aren't the highest quality glass or anything, but they they'll do if you're defending a home. So, um, I would say, uh, decide what kind of optic you want and, you know, do the old YouTube, uh, review tour and just, uh, see what people are saying about it. that's when I've made purchases. That's generally what I do. I'll, I'll ask friends I know who, uh, who have a little bit more gun knowledge than I do or have that product and, and, and see what they think. Or I'll just go to the YouTube reviews. There's a lot of good, uh, good knowledge on YouTube and you can find exactly what you're looking for. Um, Bill McPherson, I've had no luck getting on the show lately. Wanted to congratulate Matt for becoming an honest man and announce my wife and I are expecting. Oh, wow. Congrats. Also, we'll be emailing you both about getting you on my show soon. Hope you're well. Thank you so much. That's great news. Congratulations. Happy to hear it and uh, look forward to hearing from you. Sorry about uh, the old uh, randomization. We hope we'll hear from you on call soon. Um, I got to be out of here by eight 30, so I'll do a few more. Uh, Ed okay. B visual says the right needs to connect more. We need to find more people who think alike and get out more. The left does it and it's effective. Yes, I totally agree. Um, agree. Swiftner Braveheart yes. regarding elected law enforcement. Thank you for your thoughts. I agree. It's best to cancel the excess of agencies with unelected authority. Um, it'd be great to pursue one and achieve both outcomes. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Big donation from Steve Watt. Thank you, Steve. I am feeling generous. Love I am not going to be niggardly. That is so nice of you. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Very much appreciate it. Andrew Starr, have you guys seen The Chosen? I have not. Is it I don't know about what that ben is, Shapiro? but it sounds... Let me uh, look. It sounds like it might be... Uh, like that might be Susan Bate. Let me check it out. I don't even know what it is. Uh, oh, the first original series about Jesus Christ. Oh, I wish I wouldn't have made a joke about that. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, when did it come out? It. it came out in 2017. Eight episodes, one season so far. Um, Elata says, CheekyVideos.net archives all of Murdoch Murdoch's content. Is it better for them mm. if I watch it on Cheeky Videos? I don't know. Hybris said, Matt, uh, we should use facts, logic, and reason. Blonde, I will shank a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, yeah. Um... Andrew Starr says, The Chosen is a crowdfunded series based on the life of Jesus. It's Hollywood quality and absolutely riveting. Hmm. All right. right. Uh, Laurel, my son told me a great quote from Mao. For decades, nothing happens. And then in a few weeks, decades happen. I think we're close. Mm. That is right on. It does seem like we've seen decades worth of change in just this year. Definitely. So we'll see where we go. Swiftner Braveheart. Matt, to your early point on engaging locally for office, on my ballot this election were 14 uncontested Democrats, 12 yeah. district judges, and two county officers. Also, Christy Nome for president 2028. There's a woman I consider voting for. Uh, Christy Nome is saying all the right things. I'm a big fan. So I heard she was pro-immigration, though. I don't know. I guess I haven't heard her talk about every issue, but everything I've heard her say on coronavirus and all that, you know, I'm I'm sold on that front, but... Uh, but yeah, well, we'll we'll see. I got a boogie I'm getting text right. from my family. Thank you so I much will, for your um, patience. Yeah. The next we'll, one is Holden Mulray. Cool. I will uh, finish out our chats and we will catch you back on Sunday. Have a good night. Bye guys. Okay, guys, let's see what we got left. Uh, Holden says, uh, Matt, when you're mansplaining about the Senate, just tell him we have two senators for every state because the math was done by a woman. Yes. Yeah, fair point. Sore Loser says, uh, seasteading on the open ocean might be our only option left. Uh, maybe. There's got to be some unclaimed islands if we really want to get some land. Is that an option? We can sail endlessly or aimlessly. 
till we get there, I suppose. Or Riparera videography. The worst excesses on both sides are so similar in terms of controlling the lives of the quote unquote unbeliever. Un- unbeliever. The only difference is the left's current willingness to enforce their views with violence. I, I could agree with that um, generally. Uh, but that that difference is so big, though. Um, it's one thing to want your views enforced on other people. It's quite another to actually take up the uh, the baseball bat in Antifa's case and start swinging. And it's not that violence never happens from a from a right wing perspective, and it's not that it never will again. It certainly could, and I'd be just as opposed to that on principle. But right now, I really only see people being beaten in the street for expressing their political views, generally speaking, from a left wing perspective. And even if that is the only difference, that is such a monumental moral difference that uh, I, I think it's a it's a gigantic thing to consider. Sure. Mark Watson Square Square Hoop says, I'm actually dead. I hope that won't eliminate me from having you read my super chat. Uh, I hope that is uh, some sort of odd joke. I thought we were going to go with a Democratic voter there, but um, uh, thank you, Mark, and uh, have a good night. Uh, user 7999 says, is it immoral to want to hide your marriage from your family? Well, I guess the question would be why? Uh, I suppose you're entitled to your marriage. Why would you want to hide it from your family, and why would your family be mad if they knew about it, or, or why would they not approve? Um, at the end of the day, if you if you are married, you make a commitment to that person no matter what. And if your family picks a fight with that person, you take the side of your of your person. That's the way that it goes. I mean, I, I remember having the conversation with my wife, like, we are making a team and our families matter, and we will try to do right by our families at all at, at every step of the way. But if anyone in either side of our family tries to come between the two of us, uh, we're on a team now. We have each other's back no matter what. And we are each other's highest priority. That's the commitment that you make to each other. And um, if, if, if someone in your family has a problem with that, well, I mean, the, you got you to take the side of your spouse. So I hope, I hope you figure it out for sure. Um, I, I, it's like, is it immoral? I don't to want to hide it. I would say that, that in general, you, you have a, a moral obligation to your family and your spouse. I think you should try to iron that out. Is it immoral to try to hide it without good reason? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think you should make an effort to, to fix that. But if you can't, you got to take the side of your spouse. Aladdin's Nightmare says, regarding the kitten, uh, serial killers usually start out torturing and killing animals. If you suspect a young person, watch him and tell neighbors, report him to authorities in case of future missing persons. Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to know exactly what happened with that poisoning. How you know, why it was done, all of those things. Long Dong John says, Matt, your governor can't help but give Montanans one last fuck. Uh, one last fuck you on the way out the door, huh? Yeah, it's uh, he probably has one more left in him. He's out on January 4th. He's He added a whole bunch of arbitrary restrictions like a lot of governors are doing right now. It won't do anything. And then come, say, mid to late December when he's almost out the door and it, it hasn't done anything, he'll use that as an excuse to apply even more restrictions. I, I'm sure he has more left in him. So we'll see. Steve Watt says, I've decided to give all my money away to good people. Well, thank you. That is uh, much appreciated. I don't, I don't know if we qualify as good people or not, but uh, we appreciate your support for the show. Oh, my Bernie Sounders. All I am not gonna, oh, there we go. I'll give you, I got to give you a problem. There we go. Uh, thank you for keeping the show operational. That is much appreciated, Steve. 
Zinc Orby says, consider Giuliani said today on Newsmax that if they win three of five lawsuits, Trump wins. And that's Powell's Kraken uh, and that Powell's Kraken consists of a fire hose to tsunami of data condemning the Dominion system as a scam. We're not done here. Oh, believe me. Trust me. As I said, I'll make a crow sandwich. I'll put some uh, I'll put some hot sauce on it to spice it up a little bit. Whatever I got to do. I'll eat crow. They pull this off. I'll eat crow. And I'll say it's one of the most incredible achievements in the history of uh, the politics of this country. It's just those three to five lawsuits. They need the evidence, the Kraken, the hose. I need to see the flood of evidence that fills that hose. I haven't seen it yet. And uh, my mind is more than open to taking a long look at it as soon as it's available. We'll see. We'll see. And I, I, I of course, wish them success. Quantum football says, I thought the public schools were around 9 million, uh, including me. Holy cow. I mean, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Obviously, uh, this this is in reference to the uh, to the child abuse or the sexual abuse that we referenced earlier. Um, I have no idea what that number is, but that that could be correct. And of course, um, sorry to hear of that situation. Mark Watson says watching Jim Jordan on Parler complaining about the Ohio governor lockdown and election irregularities in big tech. Just thinking maybe a legislator could address these issues. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess as to be fair to him. He he's in the federal Congress. He doesn't have a lot to do with Ohio state affairs. Um, but it, that's kind of, but to your point on big tech, especially, and, uh, and, and maybe in some federal election irregularities, I'm sure he has some jurisdiction too, but on big tech, especially I get it. We all liked, you know, I, Oh, here's another video of Ted Cruz owning, uh, owning Rasputin, Jack Dorsey. And yeah, sometimes it's fun to watch, but yeah, I am getting tired of these hearings where they just they just try to go after these guys, but nothing changes. Oh, we caught um we caught Zuckerberg in a massive hypocrisy. Oh, we caught Jack Dorsey looking like an idiot. Okay, I mean, how many of these hearings have we done over the last few years? Not a damn thing changes. If we're gonna go with the philosophy that these are private companies and they should be left to do whatever they want, fine. But I, uh, you know, I don't know that that's a solution. But my point is, if that's what we're doing, do it. If you want to actually regulate these companies legally, move towards doing that. But these useless hearings where it's just trying to get these like oh, owned clips to, to play on social, ironically, on social media. <laughs> I, I'm, my, I'm just tired of that. I, I don't care about that stuff anymore. Um, if you want to take action against these companies, take the action. If you don't, don't. I don't need any more Ted Cruz owns clips. I, I'm, I'm done with that. Mark Watson says, uh, just saying but you have a probability of survival is over 95%. Uh, so taking a vaccine that makes 95% survival sounds like you are just poking me in the arm. Yeah, I, exactly. I honestly, I would, I would rather just get coronavirus. I'll build, maybe I've already had it for all I know. I'd rather just get coronavirus, build the immunity. I'm perfectly comfortable with the natural way. I don't need Pfizer to stab me in the arm. Again, that's great. If you want Pfizer to stab you in the arm, I'm not saying you should be prevented in any way and I will never try to stop you. That's fantastic if that's the choice that you make. I don't want, I, I, I don't care about that. I don't want that. And uh, anyone who tries to force me or anyone else to do that is violating fundamental rights. James T. Kirk says, I understand being disappointed with Trump, but we need to understand that Trump is pretty much all that stands between us and, uh, and the Great Reset. Uh, I, well... Yeah, he. I think he is generally a force for good. I mean, I gen like I voted for Trump for a reason, and and I don't regret that. That said, I, 
he can't be all that stands between us and a great reset. We have to stand between us and a great reset. I'm not going to put my faith in Trump to save me. Like we have to, we have to stand up for the right things culturally. We have to push back on these things. We have to reestablish a society where the people in power have a level, have a uh, healthy respect for us and a healthy fear for us. Because if they violate our rights, they can expect severe consequences. That's not the case right now. They violate our rights and they just see us bend over for it more. And so they know they can do it more. I'm not saying that Trump isn't a help. I think he generally is, but it's on us to stop bending over and we shouldn't expect any of, uh, any of this abuse to stop until we stop bending over. So I just want to emphasize personal responsibility uh, in that equation. Frank Underwood says, if you really need this government vaccine document, there's an option of paying a, a bribe to your local doctor. No vaccine required. Just saying I've heard that there's already a, a black market for like negative test documentation. I'm sure there'll be a black market for vaccination documentation. I mean, I, I do what you want to, to me. I, I don't even want to submit to the concept. So I, we'll see what uh, necessities there may be, but I don't, I don't, I don't want a black market vaccine certification because I reject the concept of a vaccine certification being necessary to engage in normal life or to exercise my rights. So I just, I just don't want to submit to any of that on principle. We'll see. Or maybe, maybe I'll turn around and, and capitalize. Maybe I will become one of the uh, document forgers. <laughs> Once Susan bans me and I need a new career, it would probably be pretty lucrative. In a, in a shortly here john long don oh, john long don i can't even read it's too late in the night long dong john many european countries are making corona vaccines mandatory and they're facing mostly peaceful protests as a result just like what happened when it was tried in the uk and brazil in the 1900s i hope i i've seen uh, that there's been some significant protests in germany the last few days and i i i'm I enjoy seeing that, but then I feel like our country is kind of bitching out. It's like if the Germans, if any European country is uh, pushing back, is fighting for their rights better than we are, I feel like we're, we're really dropping the ball. Thunderstorm says, YouTube, uh, Syrian girl partisan, the agenda behind Bill Gates vaccine and ID 2020 coronavirus conspiracies. I'm surprised that's even allowed on YouTube. But it sounds like something I'd be interested in watching. Uh, Moose Caliber says, I tried to get a blood diamond for my fiance, but it was hard to find. It was hard to find one in these unprecedented times. Well, very special, that one, yeah. Uh, K2, justthenews.com have declared Wayne County certification reversal citing bullying. No other outlet has said anything yet. I'm going to head over there real quick just to uh, uh, before we get out of here. Just to see if that's uh, true. Okay, yeah, uh, justthenews.com right now. Headline, in dramatic reversal, Wayne County Election Board Republicans rescind votes certifying results. This from John Solomon. Uh, posted like literally 15 minutes ago. It looks like 1124 Eastern. Uh, in affidavits, GOP canvas board members claim they were bullied and say there are too many irregularities in, De in the Detroit vote to justify accepting election results. So if that's true, that's breaking right about now. Uh, watch that space. I can't verify it at the moment, but, uh, something to pay attention to in the coming hours and days. Thanks for the news tip on that. Uh, Martin also over on Streamlabs says Wayne County vote is back in play. Votes rescinded, citing bullying. Our future is in the hands of soccer moms now. That's right. We've lost. We've largely conceded to Karens. What we need is our own Karens. Uh, I, 
I can't dispute the strategy. Deploy the Karens. It's not release the Kraken. It's release the Karen. That's the strategy that we're going to go with. And maybe that gets Trump back in the White House. I don't know. But uh, take whatever strategy you want at this point. All right. That's a show for uh, tonight, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us. Very much appreciated. And uh, of course, we will be back on uh, on Sunday to update everything that happens with um, with what's going on in Wayne County and, of course, across the country. And, um, and yeah, whatever's going on in the meantime, I don't, what do I even have in the list for Sunday? I got, uh, oh, I did want to update on, um, the Dr. Shiva stuff. There was a good challenge to that. I wish I had seen it before, um, before, before Sunday's stream. So I will definitely update that because, uh, Dr. Shiva's case has some holes in it as far as the irregular irregularities in the Michigan voting. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the state of Pennsylvania is thinking about requiring a mask in your own home. Or at least they're claiming that. I want to talk about that too. We'll see you someday.